Blog Talk Radio.
like to pay. Yeah, I, I saw that as well. Okay. Shout out, shout out to Leah. Appreciate the uh, the like. So if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. I guess I, I'm assuming Leo's a wrestler. He's one of these three guys in this in this profile pic. Looks like a wrestling state right. or team. It's like the Appalachian New Day. Oh, nice. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> in that there's three of them, and they're you know white overall hillbilly uh, or war wearing hillbilly looking dudes. There you go. They look pretty scary. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, thanks, Leo. Um, yeah, call the uh, call the show, Leo. Tell us who you wrestle for and where people can find you. Yeah, call us, email us, something. I just on Twitter. I see some posters, <clears throat> some old uh, uh, wrestling show posters and stuff. So yeah, yeah, let us know, and we'll uh, let everyone else know. Uh, so, yeah, so that's all the ways to get at us and to find us. Um, please inter- interact with us. Uh, that is that is what we do. That is our specialty. Um, yeah, so with that, with that all out of the way, uh, Cam, what is our uh, poll results? And uh, what are you going with for a headline this, this week? Yeah, um, yeah, you know, our poll was um – I poll ties directly into uh, last week's poll, and I actually did an, uh, what was it? You know, when you, when you kind of find these things because, you know, you and I have pretty pretty active Twitter pages, so it's not like the mentions stay, uh, you know, stay where uh, they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, For sure. So, you, so, you know, you go through and, like, you search, like, Seahawk polls to see, like, kind of, uh, kind of all the stuff that came up there. So this poll tied directly into the first one, which was, uh, what was the first one? Let's see who's going to win Money in the Bank. And then after the initial women's Money in the Bank controversy, it was, what do you think about about the results there? Oh, and of course, um, me being me, the poll was going for 16 more hours. It's about time I goofed on that. Maybe we'll get better results next week. Or more results next week. Um, So, yeah, it was just (laughs) – What's your reaction to the women's Money in the Bank rematch on SmackDown Live? Uh, 29% of people said it made up to the first one. Hopefully they took issue with the results. 32% of people said it lessened the first one. So they were kind of content with the result and didn't really want to see a uh, – didn't want to see it ran back, as it were, which, you know, people did express that, like, why go with the – why ruin the finish that you had? Um, and then the uh, third one, 39%, so most people decided they were indifferent. They just decided they got another match, and I did that too. So, yeah, it's, it's kind of a poll I've set up that wasn't super definitive in how you feel about things, but more your attitude coming out of it. Um, so most people are just, regardless of what happened in the first one, they're glad that they got a second match. And I'm sure we'll talk about the uh, the actual match, you know, in depth. I think there was some, some interesting things, and it alluded to some past things, and um, but the uh, the headline is really what I want to get to because I think the headline is a big one. Um, it's been, you know, we had tonight as well uh, potentially, but it's been, you know, uh, a great week in in women's wrestling. Um, so you know, Glow premiered Friday. Um, I don't know how into that you've gotten so far, but you know, I watched that whole series uh, Friday. Um, 
10 episodes, you know, roughly 35 to 40 minutes per episode, you know, for all those. Um, oh, they're yeah, not an hour episode? They're not no, an hour long they're episode? they're not an hour long. They're like, like 35, 40 minutes. Um, so, yeah, really good show. Uh, 10 episodes, really smart. I'm a sucker for the 80s, so, you know, that stuck me in from there. Alice and Brie absolutely killed it. They get really cool, like, wrestler cameos and them not being, the, the cast not being, quote-unquote, good wrestlers. It made sense for the story they were telling. It was really smart stuff. And that was Friday. Um, you know, Monday night, you get, uh, you know, Monday night, you get the uh, the women's gauntlet main event match. So, the women, you know, are main events in the Raw. Um, you know, without Charlotte, who's pretty much the, uh, the constant her and Sasha Banks in these main events. Um, and then Tuesday night, you get the women's money in the bank email. So, yeah, it's been um, really a, a week of showcasing women's wrestling. And depending on how you view the week, you can go back to last Tuesday and just cap it off like that from Tuesday to Tuesday as far as uh, placing the importance on the match, setting up the rematch, and then having that last night. So, yeah, I think just um, more so than any other week, I really think, because it has to do with going across, you know, multiple formats and promotions. Like, it's been just a great week in women's wrestling. Probably yeah. the, the biggest one we've seen that, that I can recall, you know, in my lifetime just based on the way, the way these things are set up. So, yeah, salute to uh, uh, the, the people in control as well as the, uh, as well as the uh, performance. They're just making it a really cool week for, for women in wrestling. Yeah, and, and it continues tonight with the NXT main event. Um, which I wonder, I, I, I really truly wonder, like what was how much forethought was was put into this particular uh, three three straight women's main events on all three different uh, all three different brands. So that's yeah, like you said, it's it's, it's really cool, and it's but I do wonder, like yeah, I wonder if the I wonder if the NXT thing just kind of fit because you know that's taped, right? But somebody did make a good point, like, well, Morrow's there. Obviously, it was the one that they just just taped. So, yeah. you know. But either way, uh, it was still building to that, and it's kind of the larger larger And I mean, larger really, if there was ever point, yeah. and for the nerds and the, and the stat guys out there, of which I'm one, you know, if there was ever a a time that Oscar might have a real, like might really be in jeopardy as far as defending the title. Like what they say, um, I think today said those three more days, if she has a title basically through the, uh, through the uh, end of the week, she'll pass a uh, hockey Tong, hockey Tong man's IC title record. So she's, you know, she's getting up there. Um, and outside of like, you know, Ember Moon and kind of the story they told there, they haven't really told the story of anybody being, you know, super close or on her level. Like she's been dominating matches outside of that one. So, um, yeah, it'll be um, it'll be an interesting night. Got to make sure we uh, we have that on, you know, as this is going. Mhm. Absolutely. Um, um, I haven't seen any of Glow yet. Uh, I have seen. Obviously, social media lighting up about it, and everybody I know, wrestling wise, all you guys. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure all you guys, you, Steve, Steve uh, Rich, and Shahid, all have seen all if or most of that series. Um, 
So I'm the you know the one left out. But and Josh, you know, but he's separated himself. But yeah, he's part of that. But I don't even know. He hasn't talked about it, or at least I don't think so. Um, I don't think he's watching it yet. Yeah, everybody's seen it. I mean, I couldn't believe how. I, it's just a word. It must be. It's one of those things. Like, well, if it's good. It's gonna. It's gonna spread. It got a decent push. As far as advertising, and you know, I saw some. Uh, you know, some internet stuff about it, and that's where all the eyes are. And it's Netflix, and they have a damn good reputation. And uh, you know, that first night. Wow, this is so good, and it just like wildfire that whole weekend. Everybody was. Was talking about it. It's not a thing that I thought would ever, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I just gotta watch it so I can. <laughs> good stuff. See what all is good all stuff. Um, and again, like I'm, I'm, I've seen Allison Brie in Community, and she's, you know, in that show. She's the young one, and here she plays like a thirty-something actress, and like, kills it. Because I'm not saying she's not in her 30s, but, like, they had to make her look older for the part. And it was just, like, okay. it's one of those things where it's not just, like, there's a woman in the main role. Like, most of the scenes are three and four and five women at a time with maybe one or two men in the room and just watching them interact with each other. And it's just, just really good. It's really, really good. Um, I'm, I'm probably going to make Faye watch it. Um, she's watching one of those old lady crime shows that she's going to right now. American think, Crime. Yeah, American Crime, whatever. But, yeah, um, I think she'll be <laughs> like into this or something show. fun. Yeah, one of those old lady, one of those old CBS. Uh, no, it's not. I don't, like, I don't even understand why, like, Tangent, like, old people love stuff like that, like CSI and Criminal Minds and all that shit. I'm like, why, why are y'all yeah, so ready to die if you're in a rush yeah. to see everybody else die? Like, come on. No, um but yeah, I think she'll enjoy that show just because it's a it's a comedy, you know, it's good and uh, the set pieces oh. are really cool and just uh, has, smart. Okay, and so the biggest out on... yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was trying to. Well, well, has anybody come with like Carlito's physique? It's crazy. Yeah, like what's that about? Like he's just like a bodybuilder now, like in real life. And he does wrestling like occasionally. Like a different person. Yeah, it's yeah. just ridiculous. Like, I'm like, oh. Does he still have his hair? Or was it for that part? Oh, he has, he has more hair now with a better perm. Pretty impressive. Okay. Oh, snap. My Parted God. right yeah, down the middle, hanging off the side of his head. <laughs> pretty dope. He was, oh, shit. Like when, uh, when um, who was the main bone, bone thug? Uh, Crazy. He, was I don't know I guess uh, mm-hmm. or or like I don't know. I don't know. or like ninety six Brad Bones? I think kind of had that had that yeah <laughs> that too uh, um, all right um, oh oh that's what I was gonna ask so any has anyone in the you know it's been a wild hit and success and a lot of people have watched it any pieces or people talking about its accuracy uh no not really I think <laughs> one way or the um, other like you know, wow they nailed it or you know, like, um, yeah, they're really. It hasn't really been attached. Nobody's really came out and said like, "Oh, this isn't anything like, you know, what it was." And it, and it's interesting, like in watching it, I kind of get the vibe like, "Oh, this can't be what it was like." You know, like I think people have been praising its depiction of of stereotype in the eighties. But that's really what it was, though. Like, if you ever like watched exactly watched Glow, like Glow is my shit. But I was seven, so can't like really. 
like be mad at me for liking terrible wrestling. <laughs> you know, it was bright and colorful and had, you know, current sounding music. <laughs> Casio, you know, shit. Uh, mm. So, you know, so I watched it and watched it faithfully, probably the whole, the entire run, a year or two that it lasted. And um, that's exactly what it was. I mean, just watch that three-minute or it's a longer version, but there's a nice three-minute long video. I think Fish Lakes shared it, or somebody, Eric Leiden, or somebody shared it in the, in the group. Um, and it's just them singing their song, like, you know, I'm the farm girl, and they had Palestinia, you know, because she's a Palestinian terrorist, and she's going to blow something up. So, you know, it was just super stereotypical. Or, or yeah, yeah, super stereotypes, like over the top stereotypes. You know, oh here's your here's your uh, uh, punk punk rocker girls. Here's your heavy metal thrashing mm-hmm. types. Here's your house the housewives. Like <laughs> they got spoons and spatulas as props and yeah. you know gimmicks. And now you'll see like how they come up with some of the characters and how like different creative powers decide what character is going to work and what's not. Like it's really it's really interesting. Like it's I'll put it like this. It's it's too good of a story to be accurate, I think. Cuz I'm like, "Oh, this is really mm. good. This is super interesting." And and <laughs> knowing what we know about wrestling and like the machinations and how these companies come together and how they find, you know, writers and things like that. It's like, no, this is too good. Like this this couldn't have been what really happened. Um, but it's it's very charming and the characters are endearing and like I don't believe that and, and not to spoil anything for you, but I don't believe that one person, uh one of the wrestlers was really uh one of the people in charge is a strange child and they had been tracking him down and got into an argument with their boyfriend because he didn't know who their dad was. Like that you know, it's it's real sitcom-y stuff that you're like, no, that's they couldn't have played out like that. That's too good. But no, just it's very, very smart. Um, and just again, the eighty stuff. I just I eighty stuff up. It's so good. And uh, probably like, you know, Awesome Kong does a fantastic job. She she's just very good. To the point where like they make her look so different. People didn't realize it was her until they got really. Into I hadn't it. even heard that and, like, she was in it. She's in it. Like, watching her wrestle not well shows me how good she is at wrestling. Like, it is just so good. <laughs> it really is. Nice. Uh, before we... Um... And, yeah, real, yeah, Travis, before we get away from it, because people are going to yeah. talk about it, um, sure. what about... Um, what did you think about the uh, the Money in the Bank rematch last night, the lead-up, and then how it played out? I want to sound like the worst, like, just like, yeah. So I watched all of all of SmackDown. I, I came in actually like a few minutes in, but doing paperwork and shit for work. But I watched all of SmackDown, and then when the, when the ladder match uh, entrances started, I went in my bedroom and started playing fucking on my tablet and doing some other shit. So I heard the whole thing and then came out and saw wow. the finish. Uh, yeah, and then today I didn't, I haven't gone back to watch the, the actual match. Uh, I don't know what compelled me to do that, because I could have come into the, back into the living room with my tablet, and I just laid on my bed and 
I don't know. I just do that sometimes. It's just weirdo shit. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, I can tell you about the finish. I mean, I, I guess. Like, it just it just seems flat. And, again, maybe that's because I didn't see how the match, how, how it developed and the psychology of the match. But, like, oh, okay, Becky was that close again. And, you know, James Ellsworth, like, again. Like, and then on Talking Smack, and it was one of the best Talking Smacks I've ever seen, right? But it was just like, they're just like, yeah, no, that's normal bullshit finish. You know, yeah. it's like, no, nah, you know, even though, Again, I guess that's what I'm about to say, even though Ellsworth came back out, but that's a part of the normal, like, shenanigans that we're but I so think, used to like, like, accepting. To me, it's like... Like, hey, he busted his nuts up, so he got his. Like, no, yeah, yeah. I guess. No, but. do that in the first match. Have that exact finish in the first match, and I don't think... Like, and it's... And it's done. Oh, and it's just um, that's how it ends, and they don't have the controversy or any of that, you're saying? Yeah, do that in the first match, and I think it's fine. Um, but the thing is, like, you make Daniel Bryan's authority look like nothing, because it wasn't that Ellsworth interfered in the match. It's that Ellsworth was banned from the building. Right. So Not just the ring. He, and then Bryan yeah, just the mocked that on uh, Talking Smack. We need better look. We need better looker outers or something. I think is the line. If if somebody's banned from the building um, for a match, security should get in the ring and get him out of the ring, out of the match immediately. Like it shouldn't even be a question. And I don't think that's right. me being too logic like too logical for wrestling. He's banned from the building, so he shouldn't be in the. Like if you're banned from the building, the last place you should ever be is the ring. And as soon as you're in there, right. they should pull you out. Like that's just. Right. You know, um, to me, the finish was reminiscent of the first Money in the Bank match um, where Edge won, where he's the only person that used a ladder, even though it wasn't illegal. But it still made him stand out as a heel. But Carmella had a distraction and then a ladder. Like, to me, it's just as effective if he doesn't show up and she uses a chair to stop Becky. Mm. It's... It, it, like to me, like right, it's right, a, right. A chair hadn't been introduced yet, and it's not illegal. Exactly. It's a damn ladder match for crying out loud. But exactly, damn. but I'm the one that took. Yeah. It's still a shortcut because nobody did. Yeah, right. to me, it's just like I, I feel like you're still being too extra with it to piss people off, and it's unnecessary. Like I don't know. Are you? Is, is this leading to a Becky Lynch and James Ellsworth match? Oh. I mean, I, I, I mean, I guess it's whatever. They tip. They haven't done that in a while, in a long time, so I could see it being billed as or built up and like it being like a major deal. But I could also see the women going, "Well, I'm supposed to beat James Ellsworth up. Like, are you kidding? You want to build that yeah. up? That ooh, I'm gonna fight this pathetic guy. Like, I don't want to fight a pathetic guy. Yeah, <laughs> like that all is. Yeah, so I could see it like. Yeah, like, no, but you're fighting a man, and you're going to win in the end. Like, well, I should. Look at him. I'm like, yeah. I'm bigger than him. <laughs> you know, well, she's not, but still. So. Yeah. Um, all right, so before we uh, take our first call, 
Uh, any 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 uh, thoughts on probably the most shocking heel turn of? Not shocking. It's just kind of you do kind of see it coming and natural and biological. But a uh, bit of a bit of a heel turn this week. Turn the wrestling world upside down. Oh, oh, oh. Izzy. She uh, is now. Yo, I seen that picture, yo. The double, team double ponytails. And I've got the dark black, you know, the black Alexa Bliss shirt with the mean face on it and a leather jacket. <laughs> like, little girl wearing a leather jacket. <laughs> it's like, I'm kind of like, oh, oh, I don't want no problem, Izzy. You know, like, here, just here, take, take, take whatever you want. <laughs> We gotta talk to Izzy's parents, man. She's doing the most right now. But I think, again, like I said in the build-up, like it's a natural, like, I mean, all the sweet little girls are going to, you know, next thing you know, it's, ooh, hey, dad, you know, fucking Miss Mm -hmm. Rebel, you know, like, if you've been smoking cigarettes, leave me alone. (laughs) Yeah. Well, she ain't smoking no damn shit. She's like 10, 11 years old, but. Yeah, we we don't want that to actually happen. No smoke cigarettes. Please. Um, yeah, I think that's I think that's a a really cool thing. And I mean, really, like I don't know, it's if um I'm trying to think of what like movies that this happened in. Uh, you know how when a movie when X superhero is defeated and the little kid who always cheers for him is like, no, he'll come back, he'll come back, and he'll be better than ever. And then there's that moment where he sees him like succeed. I mean, Bailey just came back. Like there was, she didn't do more than come back. She just came back. Um, so like, you know, you, you change who you root for when stuff like this happens. Um, and it, it doesn't hurt that Alexa Bliss is really, really good at what she's doing. Um, and is like, you know, has done a great job for herself. That that always helps. But yeah, um, you're losing the kids, Bailey. You're losing the kids. Even though, like, you know, John, I feel like John Cena didn't really lose people who ever dressed like John Cena. Because if you dress like John Cena, you're already a cornball. So, you know, you don't you don't grow out of being corny. You grow out of being cute, but you don't grow out of being corny. That's just something you hold on to. That's, yeah. That's, that is, uh, yes. That is, yeah. Line of the week right there. You don't grow out of being corny. You don't grow out of being um, weird. And, and one more thing. I'm dreading, not dreading, but I'm like, yo, why why do they have to, well, why do they have to white people up the Usos and New Day with a damn rap battle? Like, why? Rap off, yeah. Why? I mean, I, like, yeah. Yeah, I, I just yeah, feel like, like there's so many, because that has nothing, it just came out of nowhere. Like, wait. Like, okay, yeah. I get it. Uh, uh, but, yeah. Like, like, like all right, Usos did what different. they did. Last night, but it's not. Yeah, it's snapping on each other. It's It's better and it's more relatable. Like, nobody's, like, I'm not, I don't get my friends together. Like, okay, we cutting on each other? Turn the beat on. But that (laughs) doesn't work like that. No, yeah, yeah. You just keep talking about his. Cutting his hand along, dog. ass now. That's not how people work. Like, come on, man. But no, they're um, another night of. The Usos being really good, and I do think them and New Day play off each other really well. Um, yeah, and I think we it, even talked about uh, the build up, like when they get when they get a 
get around each other. It was like when the Usos really first started with the day one ish stuff and start picking up mm-hmm. some steam and the and the New Day hadn't debuted on SmackDown yet. And it was like, Yeah, that interaction's gonna be you know really uh really interesting and really well done and it is. I mean they continue it has to been so far. Play off each and other. You know that match well. is gonna be really good too. Like it's just like you know, it's it's rare that we see stuff that we're like, okay, I know this is gonna deliver though. Like it's just going to. Like that that match is gonna be good, and the tag stuff in it is going to be good. Like, yeah, just just excited for it. Like that's reason enough to watch Battleground and to watch Randy Orton uh, get get uh, get another shot at uh, that title because he decided he was gonna assault somebody. So yeah, good stuff. Yeah, I'm rooting for the steel reinforced bamboo versus. Uh, oh God! As soon as they like, I heard him building to it, saying, "Yo, it's gonna be a Punjabi, my hero, the great Kali." Like, no, no, don't let them be a hero. Choose another hero because I know what you're gonna say. And yeah, but we do get Jinder going. Uh, you know, three and zero against Randy Orton. I'm here for it. Absolutely here Absolutely for it. here for it. Alright, let's uh we should start off with um let's uh you know what? Let's let's open things for Kylan. Let's head up to Newark. Say what's up to him. Kylan, what's happening? What up? Not much, Travis. How are you and Cam doing this week? Doing all right. Yeah, doing okay, man. Doing okay. That's great. So, as as I promised you over the weekend, Trav, I shall kick things off with my recap of the Netflix exclusive documentary Nobody Speak Hogan versus Gawker and the Trials of the Free Press. I didn't even realize it was out. Yeah, so you uh so you got through the whole thing, or you finished. You were in the middle of it. When we talked, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I, I, I finished it right after you and I got off the phone, which I only okay. had, I only have fifteen minutes left when you called, right, okay. but. Got you. All right. So yeah. So uh. So yeah. What was it about, and uh, what were your thoughts? Mm. Well, as I mentioned in the title, not 85 to 90% of the documentary focused on Hulk Hogan's lawsuit and bankrupting of Gawker Media and how Gawker Media unabashedly posted 
the sex tape of him sleeping with Heather Clem, the ex-wife of Bubba the Love Sponge, and how they just did not care what they did or said, and how bad it made the individuals representing Gawker look, and how Hulk used the power of the legal system and the secret funding of the co-founder of PayPal to body slam them into bankruptcy oblivion. And uh and yeah, so would you uh was it was it a was it a fair piece? Was it uh was it uh, was it well well produced and well sourced and all that kind of you know what you look at look for in those kinds of pieces? Oh, uh, some some things could have been expanded, I think, but it was mostly well done. I mean. They they showed a lot of actual courtroom footage, and they showed a few pieces of some depositions and things like that. They really, really purposefully highlighted the smugness of Nick Denton the founder of Gawker and his editor-in-chief, A.J. Delario, especially when Delario said the only sex tapes he wouldn't post were ones with children under the age of four. Yeah, I remember that comment. They they had a few people uh, mention how ridiculous that was and highlight how they felt that pretty much took out Gorka right there and there was nothing they could say to stop themselves from being bankrupted after that, no matter what evidence they presented. So overall, I would give this a recommended watch if anyone has the time or interest in seeing this. Well, I definitely want to take a look at it. I'm, I'm curious about that case. Colin, have you gotten the chance to watch any of Glow just yet? Uh, I've seen the, the first three shows. Okay. What do you think of it so far? I highly agree with Entertainment Weekly's review, uh, uh, which Entertainment Weekly says... They give it an A plus, and, and, and it is highly outrageous, but 
It completely nails everything that wrestling is, and they give Glow a must-watch rating. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. So, uh, yeah, wrestling or non-Netflix uh, wrestling questions for the, or topics for this week? Of course. Um, my question for this week concerns WWE Network programming and subscriptions will the additions of programming such as the the, the May Young classic more episodes of World Class that will soon be added or even the additions of the debuting on NXT tonight, Mauro Ronaldo and JR as any more subscriptions to the network during this quarterly cycle. I mean, sure. I I, I think so. I think people are going to be interested in it. The May Young deal and Jr. and Morrow being back on TV helps. Um, I certainly give it definitely gives people a reason not to leave. You know, if anything, if you don't know, okay, how many people are going to go out of their way specifically, like for that? Not in a that kind of way, but just for those things, like yeah, they might just go, no, nah, I can wait till SummerSlam, and then I'll catch up or whatever. Rational. Or it'll still be going on in the case of the May Young thing, but um and Morrow Morrow on uh, NXT. I assume that's going forward. So who got the boot? Was it Tom Phillips, I hope, right? Yes. Tom okay, okay. Tom Phillips is now permanently ensconced on SmackDown. Right. Which is yeah, where he should be. Uh or, or um, but Percy Watson, I, I you know, I'm kind of like, man, he doesn't add a ton, so it's like it'd be no problem. It'd be like, hey, make it a two man booth with uh, with Nigel and Morrow, fucking hell yeah. But with Percy there, it's he doesn't add a ton or really. So it might only it might already it might just be like that anyway. Like I'm almost a little mad that yeah. I got to watch it with the sound down, not hearing. Not being able to hear the uh, the call. But, well, uh, yeah. Okay. So tomorrow's back tonight. That's uh, that's cool that those tapings start tonight. I guess I should have figured. Yeah, they brought they brought Ma- they brought Morrow in right right away. They got and got him to work as fast as they could. So should. NXT should be even greater than it already was with him on the call. Yeah, Cam and uh... yeah, I think you know these these things certainly don't hurt. I think um, 
like if I had to say, you know, what's a thing they can do uh, to keep subscriptions up? I think hosting these tournaments really brings eyes to the things that they do. They see all these wrestlers you don't typically see. And then the people who aren't super into WWE um, but are into, like, you know, global wrestling are still into how the tournaments work. So I, I think that that can only help. Like, these things can only be positive for for, uh, for the company and what they're trying to cultivate. So, yeah. Yeah, so anything else before we let you go, Kyle? My second question is in regards to Lana. Now that Lana had lost twice to current SmackDown women. Oh, wait, Kyle, don't don't say lost. She got that ass whooped last night. That wasn't lost. <laughs> that was a yeah. that was a, a, a knockout if I've ever seen one. Like that was a Tyson fight. That was yeah, that was nobody loses that bad. That was Rock uh pre uh, Royal Rumble two thousand Rock in the Brooklyn Brawler. Or pre Royal uh WrestleMania. Like that was you're here, you don't belong here, take this ass with But but continue. Well, now that Lana has been trounced by current SmackDown Women's Champion Naomi, there we go. does WWE do one, send her to NXT and or the Performance Center to allow her to gain more in-ring training and experience, or do they put her back with her husband, Rusev, and pretend that she never wrestled, period, because her performances are so chronically lackluster. Anything. You know, I think for uh, you know for having two matches, um, like they were both really entertaining. Like that first match, I thought was fine. Um, the story they told in the second match was good. But no, I think it's kind of what you're saying. I think um, that they do just kind of blow past her having done that. Um, like she's probably gonna get made fun of for it. Now, what a lot of people have been saying, you know, she has. Uh, they thought that I forget what her name is, but her bodyguard is actually gonna come up. You know, what a better time than after she's been, you know, demolished like that. Like maybe because there's not really a number one contender right now for the women's title, maybe Lana all of a sudden has somebody like jump Naomi and that's who Naomi has to contend with. Um, so, no, but I don't think NXT is in, is in her cards at all. I think she's with Rusev some type of way. Um, like she's a good act on the main roster regardless of her particular wrestling skills, you know. So, so I don't think she gets a demotion of that nature uh, anytime soon. I also, I don't see any of the, I don't see contenders or no contenders or not. There there are. I just don't see them putting a non-name name brand wrestler on the main roster immediately. Yeah. So, 
even though she's been doing stuff at NXT shows and house shows and whatever. But uh, whoever the heavy. I'd have to agree with that. Yeah. So, so yeah. So I think it would just it's would be a good chance, a good time to bring somebody in with with her, but um, not wrestling Naomi for for any kind of contention or anything. Just be a heavy, a backup, and you know, running interference and stuff. So. Cool. Appreciate the uh, appreciate the call, Kylan. As always, um, thanks for that uh, that review. That Willis on Twitter didn't exactly <laughs> appreciate or like all that much. Um, oh, the documentary wasn't a big fan. No, just Kylan's tone. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, so why not ask him about it? Yeah, what's your what, beef, what, Willis? What's going on, fellas? He talking about, well, they made Hulk Hogan look all um guilty because he they put his sex tape out there and this and that, and they got defeated by the great Hulk Hogan. Well, Hulk Hogan, dumbass. Body slammed him. slammed him to. Bankruptcy. <laughs> His dumb ass shouldn't have been laying up in the bed with somebody else's wife. That's what he is. Being stupid. That can cause you problems. I hear. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So no, I just definitely. found I just found the first episode of the original Glow online, mm. and some of the stuff that they doing on there. Some of the actual matches that they recreated on the show for the pilot, yeah. it's at, they actually did some of that stuff. Oh yeah, the actual yes, yeah, some of the matches. Like remember the part with um um right, awesome Kong. Ooh ooh, I yes. forgot you. You didn't finish all all of. That's just me. I, I mean, you know, it's one of those things. You know, we do it all in Luke Cage and all them. Like you got to let like a full on week or so go by. <laughs> and if it's after that, like hey, whatever, you ain't seen it. You just gonna catch well, spoilers, but let, let me put it like this. They did do the part with the KKK on the actual damn original pilot of Glow. Wow. Oh, and that was like the part I'd be like, no way they got away with this. But that was really that was really interesting. Yo, they used to get away with yo, in the eighties they had a song called She's Only Seventeen. Like so much changed so on, quickly. Man. Like as far as like what's Okay to say, like in in public and on to, and for comedy and stuff. Like Andrew Dice Clay, like yo, I, I he's got this bit when he's talking about going to the bank at some kind of a Japanese bank, I guess. Like, how is 1988 and you're still mad at the Japs? Like, come on, man. Like that's your grandpa fight, uh, Dice. <laughs> You don't put your you don't put your money in their banks. You kick them in the ass and tell them to get the fuck out of their country. It's like, damn, you would tell me to imagine that clip just right now. Like, well, you know, Daniel Tosh says, you know, 
over for him, and he's real controversial and says all kinds of fucked up shit. And the bad thing about it was the, the girls was coming down in the ring. They had chains, and they were beating the girls with chains in the ring. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and they was cussing up a storm on the show, too. Well, I guess they just, what did you just, obviously it wasn't going, they weren't cursing on Saturday afternoon, Sunday afternoon TV, you know. Well, I think this was the pilot that they sold to executives before they actually did the original first show on the TV. Oh, I got you, I got you. Yeah. So, I was surprised how accurate the Glow television show for Netflix was with the actual first match that they did. So that that was that was cool to see. And they had some of the characters, but not all of them. But yeah, that was interesting to see. I was shocked about that. But you know what? Also, I'm laughing about him, Braun Strowman. Roman Reigns ran like a rag dog. That shit was fucking hilarious. Willis, is that the the best on-screen romance in WWE right now? What is that? (laughs) Is that the best on-screen romance, Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns? Get Roman. No, that's the new. If I can't have you, nobody can. <laughs> hey, what's that, man? I'm not dealing with you. I ain't He about to break out the what's her name line from uh, from um. What the line between love and hate? No, the one with the when she boiled the rabbit. That one, the original like. Oh, shit. Glenn Close and, and Michael Douglas. Fatal trap. Yeah, she about to hit him with the. Ron gonna be like, I will not be ignored, Roman. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I got, I got, I got something worse than that. The um, the prison um episode of the Boondocks. Oh, hell. <laughs> oh, damn. See, <laughs> you gotta. I like I like you, and I want you, Roman. I want you. You can do this the hard way. You can do this easy. Now you ain't gonna get that thought out your head every time Roman. I mean, um, Braun Strowman come up behind Roman Reigns and say, "I'm not finished with you yet." Oh man, come on. And I'm surprised you ain't talk about incident with um damn the bar ball. You, you talking about damn um Titus O'Neil's illegitimate father? <laughs> hey man, gotta hey gotta 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 whoop that nigga ass. You know what I'm saying? Gotta whoop that nigga ass. It's very necessary. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean that whole. I mean before even uh even the end bomb. Double end bomb came. Like, it was such a bad. Is it clear thing. to you guys what was supposed to happen? Because I, I kind of think, personally, what was supposed to happen was Miz was going to say, like they were going to be out there. And Miz is going to say, "Yeah, I'm looking to team up 
and the baller's supposed to say, you know what? We only deal with real big ballers like Dean Ambrose. And that's it. And then we're good. And then it's perfect. But nope, not LeVar. LeVar decided that I got to take my shirt off. I got to charge up. And salute to Miz for hanging in there and not losing his cool. But, yeah, it just – it was – as somebody who is a proponent of LeVar Ball and wished that I had a dad who believed in me so much, he'd make an ass out of himself and still let me sit back and be me while we get this money, um, yeah, it was a bit much. You ain't see and then, You ain't see and, and then And then the capper with the fucking young boy who's no, who nobody cares about. and Well, that's not true. But I hear you. LaMelo's like – you know, internet famous for like these crazy high school games where he scores like ninety two points and jacks the ball up from half court. So he he, he matters. That's why. Oh my god, he does that. Yes. Or he did that. Jeez. Okay. All yeah. right. Well. But. He, uh, well, he okay. Well. But, but yeah. He, you ain't see like, what Dean. You ain't see ahead, what bro. Dean Ambrose has said. When he had came out, but he, they had cut away quick enough. He was like, "What the fuck is this?" Dean yeah, said that, or wow, Dean he mouthed it, but you couldn't hear him say it because uh, he had enough just not to say say that shit loud. Because they sent him out. Early. I wonder what that was like backstage when they went, you know, when they went back behind that curtain. Oh, you can't yell at somebody who's not paying. Oh, shit. Um, I've seen a report. Vince was like, what the fuck is going on? And they said Kevin Dunn was back there pitching a fit. Yeah. I mean, you that's the thing. Like, that's not something you do the day of. Like, you got to set these things up. Like, when you – okay, so, like, you know, uh, Josh DeMell – who came for uh, for Transformers, like, you put him on the mic for a little while. You know, he kind of does his thing, promotes his little thing, and then he's cool, but, like, you gave this man a platform, and you've seen how LeVar Ball has been on every show, even though I don't think Vince yeah. or Kevin Dunn has. They know the name. You know, they know he's a big thing, but, like, he, LeVar goes into business for himself on all these shows and disrupts the format. Like, it's it's what he does. Like, you get what you pay for, you know, and they, they gave... You put a live mic on a guy who, and not knowing LeVar, on a guy who probably, you know, he's he's what he's in his 40s, 50s. So to him, wrestling is what he used to see in the 80s. Being right. boisterous, you know, I'm calling you out, sucker. You know, Although he did call Miz, Miz Buff Boy, like when Miz took his jacket off. Like he didn't try yeah. to, he didn't demean him. Like, you know, where are yeah. your muscles at? Like that would have like, like I think that could have set Miz back like like just in the eyes of like events like yeah people don't take this guy seriously you know he he's uh-huh. comedy he'll never make it back to the main event or close to you know like matter of fact I'm thinking of him yeah. about this whole entourage Miz-Tourage thing like is he good enough for that <laughs> you know just could, could well. back just because one one that. line from somebody who's a buffoon or at least plays one on TV and who he didn't know who he was a week ago, Vince said it is. Yeah. Like, he could let that change I mean, it, whole... it could have been yeah. worse. But he confident. I think it was good, yeah. good promotion for them 
Um, you know, because it didn't go all the way off the rails. But yeah, the, like we don't even really have to get into the hypocrisy of, you know, what Lamelo said doesn't go with our, uh, you know, doesn't go with our what we promote as a corporation. Like bullshit. Like Curtis Axel was all like butthurt over it, and we went PG thirteen and all that. He don't know that. You know what I'm saying? Like you, the the thing you run into when you bring in people who um from outside of your fold, you know, how many people you know, Travis, still call WWE WWF? And it's None. been and if they do, they immediately yeah. like correct themselves. Like uh, uh, you know what I mean? It's been like a third of their lifetime. You know what I mean? Like people, I mean people on TV still do that. So like. You gotta know what you're dealing with. ESPN guys. Um, for somebody who controls, well, ESPN doesn't now. Um, but you gotta control your environment, like, and they just. Uh, but even like Jesus and Mero, like they're our, they're our age, so they're like 34, so exactly like between yeah. our ages. Um, and they call it WWE, and they know all the. They don't just make they make 15 that are relevant in the last 15 years. Yeah, but they're also cool guys, though. That is that is true. Mm-hmm. Right. They are kind of on top of like pop culture is yeah. <laughs> what they do for a living. So yeah, it's a thing. So I mean, just like when you bring in these outside forces and you give them that much freedom, like I don't like to me that thing could have went way worse. Um, but credit to Miz for having as much control over the situation as he did. Um, and, like, it just didn't do anything. Like, again, I think it was supposed to be like, Miz, you're not a big baller, but this guy is. And then Dean Ambrose comes out, gets a nice little pop, segment's over. Um, and just how about, like, the – I don't think people really understand the disconnect between wrestling fans and sports fans. They are not the same thing. Because, like, you mean to tell me – like, think about what they thought was going to happen – your point guard of the future, the number two overall pick, probably the biggest name in the, uh, you know, in the NBA draft outside of uh, Markel Fultz, like, gets kind of a pop from some people in the crowd. Like, it was weird. It was really strange. But, I mean, there's just not – wrestling doesn't have the overlap with sport that, uh, that even I thought, I, think I thought that was going to be a bigger I- reaction. I think it's a little more than just uh, you know the wrestling sports. I think it's they know that like they know they definitely know the name if they're on you know most of them are on social media and stuff. But I think it's just like when they have uh, a, a music act or uh, some kind of actor that they just that's just not in touch with wrestling and wrestling fans can tell. And it just—it doesn't make sense that they even would. Like, why are they even here? You know, like some yeah. people show up. It's like, oh yeah, totally, I get it. He, you know, watch wrestling, knows references and all that kind of stuff. And you know, uh, <laughs> why does Macho Man have these little cups of uh, little half and half cups? This is Um yeah, so anyway, whatever I was saying. Well, y'all was talking about Curtis Axel was pissed about the joint. Guess who else was pissing? They had to hold him back from coming out on out there and whip 
all they has is Braun Strowman. Oh. Strowman said they had what? to hold him back. Yep. Wait, what? I don't know where he gets off. <laughs> I don't know where he gets off being mad, but okay. They said a lot of people, they said a lot of the wrestlers were upset what had happened with um no, I kid that ball upset, totally. But to like uh <laughs> have to be held back. What are we gonna do with they don't do that? Beat somebody up? Come yeah. on. <laughs> let me go let me go choke out these people who can sue me for everything I'm worth. Let me do that. Right, and my company that I work fuck him. What the hell does Braun have that they want? Yeah. Wow. This happened on That's WWE really time, time at their event. They are responsible. They are they would pay. So yep, they said, and damn they would put the ball, uh, ball, the ball guy over. Imagine he punched him in his face or like cho- like tried to choke him out or something and like, you know it gets out, obviously it would in the media and everywhere. Imagine if like not and not Braun Strowman because Braun Strowman different physically. But imagine if, like, LeVar Ball is not a little dude. Like, imagine if somebody ran up on him and got popped. That would be oh. interesting TV. You might you might never get back on WWE TV because uh, somebody's dad beats you up. I'm not going to pull up on LeVar. No, no, no. Well, just be glad this wasn't the damn era when Dr. B. David Schultz and them was around. It would have been a whole different story. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, that's not, not, not messing with them, but yeah. Because I remember that shit on 2020 <laughs> when that John Stossel dude was like, a lot of people say wrestling is fake. Mm-hmm. You think this yeah. fake, boy? <laughs> Get charged up, that man. <laughs> Never the same. Mm-mm-mm. I remember that shit when I was a little kid. So that I was watching Twenty Twenty, and he came out the mouth and said that joint. He couldn't do nothing about it. Yeah. So, Willis, let um, me ask you: What do you think about uh, what do you think about what they're doing with uh, with Seth Rollins right now? Like he's getting, um, you know, he got the. Uh, 2K17 cover, um, you know, had him clean up uh, Curtis Hawkins pretty quickly. Uh, and now he's got this thing going on with uh, with Strowman. Like, where do you think that's leading? Does Seth become like a bigger baby face when he gets out of this thing with uh, with Braun? Or not with Braun, with uh, Bray Wyatt? Well, I don't know because every time Bray come out and have a goddamn match, he lose. So, well, it's a big match the, for what? sure. Sure. So, what's what's the damn equity of having Seth Rollins be somebody that always runs his mouth, and when it comes to the big damn match, he loses. Yeah, it's like he better fucking win. Like, what are you kidding? You don't want to be the guy to finally lose a big feud to Bray Wyatt. <laughs> <laughs> you do not want to be that guy. Nia Jax, Tom Phillips, and 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 uh, Corey Graves on the ride. That's an interesting trio. Well, with me, with me and Seth Rollins, they ruined Seth Rollins for me 
when um he had came back when I went to Baltimore the night he had came back after the um what did he beat up Roman in them or somebody like that and they they didn't turn him into a good guy that night when he had cut that promo in Baltimore. I mean, the, the, yeah, the promo he cut last week was the promo he should have cut when he came back at first. Like, right. That's exactly what he should have said. So, I, I don't have no equity with him. And Dean, he's just floundering. So, I used to like him, but he stuck with fight, Vince fighting the Miz over two different damn yeah. shows, and they still fighting. Yeah. It's almost like Randy Orton and John Cena all over again. They got to get those guys away from each other. I agree. They're they're both really good and should be working with other people. They got to get those two away from each other. And and, and damn Roman, he can't even handle the damn crowd getting on his case. As soon as they start booing him, he gets the the crybaby face. He was like, if y'all let me talk, y'all might like what you hear. He said he just went on and kept on going with his promo. That just proves that he can't handle the stress of um, people not going the way he wants them to go. He's playing into it too much right now, I think. I, I agree with you. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how this is going to turn out because they were chanting for Strowman before while Roman was coming out the damn ring before he would even came out the damn stage. So either they need to just go ahead and turn Roman Reigns or have Strowman beat him up enough for him to go away for a couple months or something because I don't know. I don't know if Vince is going to end up finally getting sick of trying to push this man and finally going to have to give in and give Braun that big push like everybody seemed to want to do with him. But I would be scared if once he puts Braun and maybe try to put the title on him on SummerSlam and have him win it, I'm scared they're going to do the same shit with Strowman like they did with Daniel Bryan after he won the title, put him in a shitty-ass feud after he didn't win the damn belt and just ruin everything. <laughs> that that's my only That's my only fear with that damn... Universal title because I think that shit was snake bitten as soon as they brought that joint out with Finn. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Snake. I don't like it because it's weird. Man, that shit was so funny when I was at damn SummerSlam um, last year when he won the belt. Everybody was cheering when he won the belt. But as soon as his ass raised that belt up in the air, everybody started booing. He had to bring the damn belt down for people to start chanting in. That was just some strange shit. So, and John, and John Cena supposed to be um, a free agent, and he talked. He was talking shit about Roman Reigns on Twitter the other day. So, I don't know if that's gonna be. Roman Reigns SummerSlam match or not him and Cena. I think that's so, going to be the WrestleMania match. I think they're going to do. Think? Uh, yeah, I think they're going to do Brock Roman at SummerSlam. 
I I don't think so. I don't think so because I I think um it's going because Roman kept on hard about that he was the number one contender after Joe. Right. And um, nah, they gonna it's gonna be um Brock and um Brock and damn Strowman at um with some calm. And he probably not going to, Strowman probably not going to win the match because Roman probably going to come down there and extend that shit to cost them Strowman the title. Yeah, that would be so amazing. Probably, Yo, yeah. Roman, uh, Roman screwing Braun out of the title would be amazing. We need I, I, re- I really think they're going to say that Brock and, um, Roman match for WrestleMania. I don't think they're gonna have that joint during the damn um, SummerSlam joint. That's just too damn soon. Put that out. Uh, that's too. That's too, that is too damn soon. They 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 still trying to recover Roman from him beating the Undertaker. That stink still ain't got off of him yet. Hey, but the hey, now Willis, the Undertaker respects him. You didn't know Roman told us. He wrote him with blind like shit. You you ain't see Undertaker's um Michelle McCool had posted on her Instagram page. Her daughter was like, so her Undertaker was like, next time you get in the ring with that stinky Roman Reigns, you need to beat him up, Daddy. Damn, ain't no love. So that joint was funny. She like boo Roman boo. <laughs> All right, fellas. All right, cool, Willis. Good stuff, man. We'll talk later. Willis from DC, everybody. Um, let's. Uh, you know what? Let's uh, get to this email that we got. Jason Johnson from Toronto. He chimes in. Um, All right, so he says, what's good, East Coast cast? First and foremost, I want to state that your podcast is extremely dope. Oh, well, here we go. I love the organic feel that you guys guys bring to the table. Uh, The reason I'm writing this email has more to do with the unreasonable amount of hate Roman Reigns receives. Oh, well, I'm glad we're following that last call up with uh, this email. Well played. <laughs> That's a coincidence, I swear. Um, uh, the argument I've always heard is that Roman Reigns is the main reason for the dramatic ratings loss. No one looks at the fact that WWE changed their star-making model several years ago. Although Roman Reigns has been cast as the main star, the WWE is more concerned with building their brand and not necessarily building one star. The WWE is not about creating a star bigger than the brand itself. Um, And he continues, but I'll stop here. Well, I think, one, like, we all get that, right? Mm -hmm. I I don't think that's a new thing that happened in the last five years. That's something that was pretty obvious you know, it's you know by the time Cena became, you know, like oh shit, he might be like the last guy that that that's it, it just was obvious during the Cena run. And let's just say, 
Um, but also, I don't think that <laughs> I don't think you can say you can say the guy's cast as the main star and still also say he's not a reason for the ratings. Like, well, because those things kind of go hand in hand. Like he's making the brand worse <laughs> in a sense. Uh, he's making people not care about the brand and tune out from the brand. So anyway, all right, Kevin, or Jason uh, uh, continues. Uh, also, since Roman has been given the spot of being the main lead like four years ago, uh, a lot of other things have occurred, uh, i.e. the rise of, indie, of the indie stars on the main roster, the constant increase in cable cutting, the increase of live content, the increase of live content, the ever-shortening attention span of the general public, burnout of the creative writing team, etc. I pose the question to the uh, to the IWC: uh, How is Roman the main cause of deterioration of the WWE product, and not all those other factors? I don't know. He's the driving force. Yeah, I mean, I again, say, I just um, think you can separate I, I, being the main guy and being the guy that gets all the attention and then separate that from, and, and you know, I, and I, I know think, you're citing other factors, core cutting, and that is absolutely an argument to make. Yeah. Uh, but I think I said it. With, like, the, the thing I'd say. Right, that's kind is, of the uh, one, yeah, of those three or four things yeah. you just said. The shortening attention so, spans, I, I guess, sure. <laughs> then they'll have yeah, a three damn hour show. I think we both agree that Roman Reigns is um we like neither of us think Roman Reigns is bad. And and I appreciate your listenership, Jason. I think if you listen to me and Travis talk, like we both, you know, echo I think we echo that point. I think we get that point across. Like we don't think he's bad. Um and even though our complaints are similar, um to, you know, what people say about him, we don't necessarily think he's bad. However, I, I think it's unfair to say, um, you know, if, if we agree that he's the the main uh, attraction that's pushed, um, that's presented to us as the biggest deal on the show, if the show doesn't do well, you have to put it on his own. It's like, that's just, that's, that's the way business works. Like, people don't, you know, McDonald's isn't going to fail because the grilled chicken is trash. That's not what's going to do it. It's going to be the damn Nuggets and the Big Mac because that's that's, that's the, the, the main thing. That's what if the Nuggets are tasting bad, people are going to get the fuck out of McDonald's, you know. So, um, yeah, so we don't – I don't agree with the notion that Roman Reigns is terrible is terrible at, you know, X, Y, and Z, but I agree that if he's the main thing pushed and the numbers go down, that, that that's, you know, what you kind of have to put it on. Now, again, like cord cutting, I'll, I'll ride with that all day. Cord cutting and the show being too damn long, those two things are absolute huge factors, and they may prove to be bigger factors than who's on top. I I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I certainly listen I mean, to the argument. But the, yeah. Oh, go ahead, Trey. Well, between the two of us, I have cut the cord twice in the last five years. Once in 2012, that lasted for about two, uh, a year and a half or two, and then they came with a, 
Oh, when I moved, um, I was going to get my internet back, and which was like seventy bucks a month. But when I moved into my new apartment in 2014, they had some deal around. I lived, I moved near Temple's campus, and they had some sweet deal for for uh, cable and internet for eighty bucks. I was like, yes, you know. So I got back on the teat, and. Then before I moved down here last summer, sometime probably about a year, I cut again and got a Sling TV. And, yeah, so half the show doesn't watch the thing we're covering, you know, yeah. by traditional means. Yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's um, you know, there, there, there are a whole lot of factors, but it would be disingenuous to say the person pushed it the biggest star that it doesn't fall on them. Um, like, here's another thing. Uh, you know, our man Darrell, who um, tried to upset me today for whatever reason, I guess it was just my turn. Because um, the day ended know, in provided, Well, there you go. Um, he provided some real interesting stats for us about, uh, you know, basically saying that John Cena is should get a lot of credit for the numbers not going down faster. Sam, I was just in, about to bring up on top. I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't hear you or see you guys' conversation, but mm-hmm. I, I, I think the line I said a couple of weeks ago, like the, the technology change from 20, from 07 to 12 or 13 was a lot more drastic than the technology change from 13 to now. So, like, when uh, the, 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 the prime Cena drawn years, 07 to 12, and then when Roman started getting hot, you know, 13, 14, you know, with Shield earlier, but the last three years, him by himself. Mm-hmm. Like, it's – and, and and yeah, I don't know. That, that argument can actually be made to both, both ways because, because in the last few years, like, Sling TV – didn't get as popping till you know commercials. You know they got Manny. Uh, Manny is it Manny Trejo? Yeah, Manny Trejo is a. You know they've got big time. You know Hollywood people behind their. You know ad ad campaigns, and uh, and so many different ways to watch. PlayStation View has their thing, and it's so so. It kind of there are. I'm kind of going arguing against myself here. I admit that, but. Um, but the numbers for John Cena's run were so steady. I mean, the, yeah. the it was a downward trend, but boy, was it gradual. Yeah. But from 2014 to now, oh, my God, it's a cliff. It's a cliff. It's a cliff. It's a cliff. I mean, like three years ago, they were doing like 2.8s. They're doing an entire point under that routinely. They're struggling to do a 2.1. That's like a win. Like, yeah. A 2.1 is a win. And a 1.75, twice doing a 1.75 in six weeks. Four weeks, whatever it was, you know, it's like, eh, you know, eh, ups and downs. Like, what? I remember when there was, like, a ratings hiccup one time, and this was probably, like, seven years ago. 
maybe even 10, it was a while ago, but there was a ratings goof or some kind of flub in the data. And Raw got rated like a 2.61. And this was at the times where they were still doing 3.3. You know, mm. and and it came out like, oh, that was just a goof. But the next week's show, like it, the next week's show was booked as if they really got a 2.6. And they didn't. They did, Again, I don't remember what their actual number was. But I remember the 2.6 was a goof. Nielsen had some kind of data fluctuation or whatever. And that absolutely, like, changed, you know, but now, not even 10, you know, ten maybe 10 years later, you know, there's, like, this 18-month, like, cliff, and they're looking like there's no response. There's no – it's weird. Like, they're just like, no, 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 we're, we're going to keep doing things to – same way, or make these gradual, you know, changes. Yep. Um, all right, let me finish his emails and have more. Uh, I find wrestling fans are never happy. Well, that is <laughs> a very true line. Um, but that's a lot of people. But wrestling fans, uh, especially. Like, you've got this great network with tons of data, uh, tons of uh, data. Uh, hours of footage and and content. I mean, thousands upon thousands of really awesome, high quality footage from every era of TV, televised wrestling, and they get it for this. And pay per views are twice a month, you know, for ten bucks a month. And then they cry and bitch and moan that they do free, uh, free get not. I will get one free, but you know, sign up now and you get a thirty days free. That means WrestleMania, or you get these two pay per views. And they're like, I gotta pay ten dollars a month. Like, man, shut the fuck up, man. So yes, wrestling fans are the worst in a lot of ways. Um, so I, I, I just yes, I, I agree. They're never happy. Never happy. It's never enough. Go back to that 04 Russell, uh, Royal Rumble. Never enough of you people scolding the crowd. If <laughs> anybody gave a fuck about me, in my opinion, uh, he continues. I'm saying that we should accept. Am I saying that we should accept everything the WWE is feeding us? Hell no. But as fans, we need to take ownership for our role in the deterioration of the product. If I was a mainstream in quotes consumer, that would make you think. What would make you think I would want to associate with passive-aggressive racists who think their subtle comments are not heard by those who have to deal with racism on a daily basis? Why would your typical viewer want to be lumped into a group of people who seem to never, to be never happy with uh, what they're watching? Yeah. I guess what I'm saying is uh, it's not Roman Reigns that's causing the runoff of viewers, but several small pieces from different areas in and out of the wrestling industry that's impacting the drop in uh, viewership. The audience absorbs content differently, plain and simple. Anyhow, keep uh, keep giving people a balanced perspective of the industry. Well, uh, your outlook is valued in a podcast world that's that appears to see the industry, oh, from one lens. Peace and love, Kevin from Toronto. Okay, cool. Um, hey, salute, man. Yeah. Yeah, great email. 
Thanks for all that. Um, did, did, did I had an issue with? Yeah, I just continue with you know it's not Roman Reigns that's causing the runoff. Yeah, again, I just can't. Not, it just seems as if you're just giving him a complete pass, and you might not be. It's just you're you just you seem to be. Because you say, I guess what I'm trying to say is it's not Roman Reigns that's causing the runoff. <laughs> you might mean he's not the only thing, but you didn't put only. You just said he's not. So I, that's, you know, yeah. Uh, but but it is also true that it is several small and large pieces from other from other areas. Uh, the main one, I think, being cord cutting. and With stuff like Sling TV and View, I mean, it's got to be, they've got to, Fine. There has to be ways because you can only watch USA live, like Viceland, um, Net Geo. A few channels on Sling TV. You can, if you start in the middle, it'll be like we want to start from the beginning, you know, or mm-hmm. watch live. But if you watch start SmackDown, you just got to start wherever you start, and uh, there is no rewind or or pause or anything on USA or. Sci-fi or you know a couple other channels. Um, AMC thankfully got Preacher up. You know, soon you know they they've gotten a lot better. But it's like this legit channel, like or uh, not channel, but it's a legit um, whatever system of watching cable channels. They have to be able to count that somehow. Like my viewership should be counted because it's it should be easier to keep track of, and you don't have to extrapolate numbers. You see raw numbers of who the fuck was watching USA between you know seven and ten Central. Hey, well, Travis Bryan, check mark him. You know, I would go in that. It's data. It's all you know. The better technology gets, you would think the easier it would be tracking stuff like that. Now it is because the Nielsen comes. I was a Nielsen dude for for two years. They come in your house. They hook a thing up to your TV, and you know you're not keeping journals like you did back in the day. Like so, technology helps, but it's still a hundred thousand people, you know, uh, or however many hundreds of thousands of people, you know, uh, uh, being counted as millions. Across the country, you know, so you know how that works. If you don't, I can get into it here. Um, what was my point? Fuck. So anyway, radio. Oh, it should be yeah, easier now with technology. Yeah, yeah. Please so, oh, oh, oh. One thing. Um, <laughs> I never understood how radio ratings were were kept. Right? It's like and then what? Found out they people were writing down, like, oh yeah, turn to Power ninety nine at eight. 12 a.m. on my drive to work, and then the commercial came on. I turned over the 103 to beat. You know, like that's the most inaccurate, arbitrary way of keeping keeping uh, records and ratings uh, data. And guess what? <laughs> so, like 10 years ago, eight years ago, there was this whole big thing with with uh, Rush Limbaugh and his ratings. Guess what the ratings company is called? Like Nielsen does the TV ones. Guess what the name of the company that does the radio ones is or was? I don't know if they're still around. Probably are. They're called Arbitron. 
Wow. Arbitrage. As if they know that, yeah, this is some arbitrary-ass shit. We're just going to throw yeah. it in their faces. <laughs> you know, and then it came yeah. out that, oh, yeah, Rush Limbaugh is not getting 20 million viewer- listeners a week. It's more, maybe he's getting five. Like, so he's getting these yeah. giant contracts from Clear Channel and shit because think, they think he's reaching, you know, 100 million years a month, you know, and it's more like, you know, 20 a month, you know, like, and it was a whole big, like, re, uh, uh, reevaluation of radio ratings, and they kind of admitted that, yeah, the whole thing's kind of stupid. And, like, nobody could get those gigantic – they're still getting paid. Russell Limbaugh's still eating off radio right. money. But I don't think he's getting, you know, gigantic Good deals like he did decks, yeah. all through the early 2000s and late 90s. Um, so, yeah, Arbitron, what a <laughs> – Jeez, right in your face. That's uh, on the God. So yeah, so yeah. So again, Jason, that uh, sparked some good conversation. I appreciate the email. Uh, yeah, thanks a lot, man. Yeah, don't be a stranger. Um, yeah, yeah. Keep the emails coming. Call in if you can. If you can't, yeah, just keep the emails coming. Uh, how'd you find the show? How long you been listening? Standard questions. If you want to send that kind of stuff along in an email, that'd be great. Get to know our listeners a little better. Uh, the chat room is open, by the way. Uh, has been all show. Looks like uh, uh, one of the Lewis twins is in there. Derek and Boris and Derek Salmonson was in there earlier. So, all right, let's uh, keep things moving. And uh, go up to the Bronx and talk to Mike. Uh, Bronx. Wait. Bronx? Brooklyn. Uh, I've been watching too much. Brooklyn. Jesus and Mary. Well, let's put Mike on the phone. Mike, Mike, is it a holiday in Brooklyn right now? Is it a holiday in New York? Uh, I got rid of Phil Jackson. How, how do you feel? I feel fucking fantastic because he was fucking the dynamic <laughs> of the Knicks up. The Knicks is not a triangle oh, offense dude. They're not a triangle oh, offense dude. They're not known for that. They know for bully in the block, bully in the boat, the post. And we also know for um, paying large lucrative salaries for bad knees, backs, and um, the ankles. Y'all might have an interesting few years, man. Yeah, the Giants up there got, you know, Odell and Brandon Marshall. The Knicks seem to be moving in some type of positive direction. Um, but I heard, I think, uh, I heard you know, kid already fucking might be hurt already. Who? I heard the new kid that they just got. I heard he came out of practice all sore and shit already. Damn. Well, oh, that was just his pro, first pro practice. Maybe he just, you know his hammy's a little tight. You know he ain't played basketball since. Well, well, I so. hope so. God damn it! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. And this is the foreign kid, right? Yeah. Then did y'all hear about um y'all y'all hear about the situation down in Houston? Yeah, man. It's because Mike, you know, I'm, I'm from San Antonio, so I've been yeah. uh, you know Twitter and everything's been interesting for me. I I tell you, like I told uh, like I told Darrell, like look, it looks it looks good on paper, uh, but you know it's not 2K. So we'll see. I think um. Right. You know, as far as being a talent, like that, you know, CP3 is 
all-time talented point guard. What I'm curious about, um, not so much if there are enough basketballs on the court, but, like, CP3 is notoriously tough on his teammates. You know what I mean? And James Harden is, uh, you know, you look at what happened in the playoffs with the Spurs after that block shot. He seems like the type of player who gets down on himself when things don't go his way. So, so then meshing on, you know, on an emotional level, I'm, I'm really curious about. So, you know, there's, there's just a lot. They still like to whoop our ass, though. That's what I know. That's what I do know. Whoop us, but no, we'll uh, we'll see. Yeah, we definitely shall fucking see. Uh, it's interesting to see what you know what's going to happen with Carmelo. Too. Yeah, do you think he's going to stay? Or do you think they're saying uh, either? No, nah, I think he's out of there. Like, yeah, you're good. Yeah, um, Ken. What I'm saying, they think him or Paul George might be the uh, that that third piece in Houston. Um, they're working to try to get Paul George over there now. Uh, but it'd be interesting if if Melo goes down there, and then you know, does does twenty eighteen Braun go to go to Houston, and now we got the uh, most of the banana boat set up. I mean, it was it was it wouldn't be shocking. Like he the one started all this shit. Me and my yeah. man just had a full fucking frontal argument about this shit today. You know, well before LeBron got there, who was on the team when he went to Miami? I said that. I said he missing the whole fucking point. He started all this stack to deck shit, man. He created all of this shit. Well, that shit I mean, started being, with him. If we being really, really fair, if we being really fair, the the '04 Lakers really started this shit. But you're right. I'm yeah, wait right. a second. You cannot. I don't even follow basketball like that. But you can't go around blaming LeBron James for like the the they for what's been going on in sports and basketball for decades. I mean, well, that. you kind of can. I, I, I get it. Like, you kind of can blame them. It's, um, you know, free agency's been going on, but as far as players in their prime, yeah, getting favors done. Yeah. Getting favors done to have this play like, called. To have this play called over and that play called over. That's it, man. All that bullshit. Remember, like, you got to remember. 20 years ago, Velvet Chain Dream. Huh? Oh, Velvet Chain Dream got he rocking some pearls. And, and Yo, that, yo, yo, not to, not to change channels real quick. He gonna be the yeah. biggest, he gonna be the next big fish out of NXT. Because I'm hearing oh, he yeah. a lot of fucking response. Like, it is like he saw, better, that's all. Yo, they was chanting Purple Rain. They were singing Purple Rain yeah. at an NXT house show. That was dope. I'm hearing he's starting to get a lot of fucking, you know what I mean? A lot of steam from the crowd. They're starting to get behind him. He's got a good look. He's athletic. Uh, yeah. You know, he seems to really embrace that character. I think he's going to be a really right. good heel, like, easy, you know, to salute the kid. Like, as a, as a solo talent. Like he... Feminizing the black man. This is what happens when we buy into the white man. Oh, sorry. That yeah, awful. that's good. It's, it's funny. It's funny. It's funny for him. Ah, take a look at this guy. My God, I'm right dreams. <laughs> nah, but do y'all see how I do Do y'all see what, what can get you in the corner, how you throw hands with the double fist, the overhead, like the girl? 
Like the girl Frank? Uh, no. Bust her whole, whole, whole ass. Yeah. yeah, he be throwing the overhands, the wild swinging overhands like the girl fights. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I did see him do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did Sasha no, she do that in, one of, in her match with the uh, yeah, uh, Monday with in her part of the gauntlet match with Nia Jax? Yo, his abs are ridiculous. No, yeah, his, his, his physique is crazy. No, his whole upper body, yeah, his whole, yeah, just literally his build is is just Ridiculous. It's genetics right there, boy. You can't just have yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> like that's, yeah. That's crazy. So what you got? Um, yeah. Oh, but Mike, real back. quick before we before we get off before we get off basketball, uh, the, the the Sixers will be in the fifth spot, maybe even the fourth spot for the playoffs next year. Book it. Oh, yeah. They look good. Like you said, they're on paper. They look good, though. They definitely look okay. So, yeah, um, you know, on the live action. Blow shit off the, off the charts. Trav, you got to jump on it. I'm on episode three. I'm slow roasting, but it's, it's, it's funny as hell, man. I can't. That's, funny. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the most surprising part. Like, I think I would just, I'm thinking it's just this drama and, you know. Sex drugs, nah, everything. The fucking director cat, like to me, he makes it. Uh, what, what's his name? Uh, cat. Uh, Mark Marin. God, that's all. All the actresses, actresses. yeah, like he's fucking making the show to me. Uh, with the girls, like, like it's a dope show, man. Definitely a dope show. You got to get into it, so. It's definitely a dope fucking show. Worth watching. And uh, where did uh, where did they say that that uh, Hogan versus Gawker um documentary is that? I want I want to take a click on uh, that. Did you get the uh, the name draft? No, I know the glow is on Netflix. The uh, the Hogan versus Gawker yeah. thing is on Netflix too. Yeah, that's what Kylan was saying. All right, so I'll look at that. Oh, the next team dream with the big oh. leg drop, an elbow drop. Him kick him fly too. Yeah, he's good. But I've been heard he's good since so from the uh, Maryland Championship Wrestling shit. I heard he was, you know, one of the little What did he get cut from Tough Enough? In that bullshit Tough Enough that nobody watched, the one with the judges? Because they were Dick Rodden's up. Yeah, they was Dick Rodden, the Breedy Kid. And he ended up getting fucking fired. They ended up cutting him from NXT. And they end up cutting out the dude, the modern cat, you know, the, the, the big Arab kind of cat with the uh, mohawk. They end up cutting all those and every, And, and the, all the other attention went to the fuck up, the fuck up from Florida, Gators, that guy. VV, yeah. VV. Andy? Big Andy? No, Big, big, big Andy was No, uh, no, no, not Andy. Even the couple the years back, even further back, yeah. With uh, Stone Cold. Nah, it was, uh, you know, the Gator kid, the young kid that was, uh, you know, he couldn't even fucking. He was always lying, I heard. Like, he was just always talking shit and never backing it out. Super, super lazy and unfit. Mm. I know you're talking about, I can't think of a name. Yeah, I can't. And that's a good thing. Yeah, that's definitely a fucking good thing. Fucking superstar. 
Yeah. Hit somebody with the car? Oh my god, no, look yo. at this. <laughs> yo, yo, y'all, what y'all think yo, of this? Put him on the glass. Oh my god. It's been floating around. Go ahead, Mike. But and I'm under the agreement too, y'all, and I want to get y'all perspective on it. Do y'all think that she should like go to the main roster undefeated? Yes. Me too. That makes her a bad ass. That makes to me like she should go undefeated and she should be Heyman girl on T V. The who girl on T V? Paul Heyman. If she girl. was the Paul Heyman girl, that'd be crazy. And just let so Paul go out and promo for and just have her run She's through. A grown woman, though. That'd be dope. Mike. So you can cut the promos for her, so she could be pretty much the female Brock. That would be a ring wow. endorsement, boy. That would be amazing. I never thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There go your promos. That kills that. And that gets Paul Heyman on TV every week or twice a month. Right. I'm with it. That kills two birds with one stone. This is Tommy Hill. Well, um, interesting. Like, on the flip side, I mean, I don't see it happening, but just, you know, just dream chasing right now. Wouldn't it be funny if, if Hangman swerved and, and, and went with Joe? It would. Yes. It would be yeah, like the would Big be Show yeah. turn. It was like when he went with Big Show in 02. But just better. You got a, a dude that's way more active than Kentucky Walmart. But Joe don't really need it because his presence alone and what the fuck they've been doing with him over the course of the past couple weeks. It's making him stand out, even to me, above Roman Reigns as a badass. Who chokes Brock Lesnar out? And he couldn't even fucking get out of the out of the clutch. Yeah. Like, nothing he was doing. Like, he damn near knocked the whole damn sign down and still couldn't get out of the clutch. Yep. So, if he, I don't know. If they're not setting this dude up to be, you know, at least number two under um, Roman, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And I think with this match um too, I think Brock I think this is finally gonna be the breakthrough match with Brock kinda I'm and fully but kinda like switch his style up a little bit. Cause if you notice you know the two, you know, things they had, there's really no suplex city. Cause to me, like you're not just gonna just leave Joe around like that. And Otis and Tucker, yo. Heavy machinery getting the NXT title tag title shot. And what you guys think <laughs> um just knowing their names. Yeah. Any of uh, um do you um, carry um access T V down there? What is that? Oh, I have it on my sling T V. I don't watch it though. I don't watch New Japan. Yeah, oh you don't oh you don't fuck with New Japan because they got the um they got the G one special this weekend. The mm. G one um the G1 special, um, New Japan comes to America. It's in uh, Los Angeles. That's in, uh, and Cody yeah, will be out there uh, against Okada, he versus, right? Um, Okada. They're doing yeah. a two-day tournament for the U.S. title. I think that should be some good shit. At least a little bit of it. I finally got around look at to those, brass um, those two uh, Omega Okada <laughs> matches, which were everything everybody said they were, uh, especially stuff. Like, do y'all think, like, because I don't know, like, if he don't win this, this U.S. tournament or whatever the case may be, I see him 
leaving next year. This is Omega? Yeah. I mean, what more is there for him to do, you know? Like it's, you really, know, in Japan. I mean, he's not happy there, I'm sure, but you know, go get the money. It's time for them. I heard they I heard they doing fucking extremely well in um, Hot Topic, though. I heard they stuff all sold out. Yo, so have you seen um, the, the Young Bucks are in Hot Topic now? Yes, like, it's Young Bucks and Omega. Yeah, they should. Yeah, Young Bucks should never go to WWE. Like, you know, maybe, you know, the... Uh, if they went in like five there, years but... and cashed out, that would be. Yeah, yeah. You know. they're getting money, man. Like, so yeah, they're getting and then I don't, I don't care about anything they say or do, or anything they do in the ring. But damn it, they are businessmen and they are getting it done. Salute those. They getting stupid amazing. They getting stupid to me right now. I, I believe ROH is surviving off of through them. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like they're the most popular act here. They're the most popular act here. I think they can follow through them, man. And I listen to the um, I listen to the Cody, the Cody Rhodes uh, press junket for the uh, you know, for this weekend. Uh-huh. Cody got the game figured out, man. Oh yeah, they say right now he's Cody got the game figured out than he did in WWE. Like, yeah, Cody got the like game figured out. Indie checks, like, he's getting money. So, I mean, the, the the biggest criticism I've heard of Cody on, uh, like, on this uh, post WWE run, is that he's not, you know, blowing down the doors with, uh, like, with the match quality. But he's yeah. super professional. Like, he's, you know, he makes the dates. He does what he he's going to do. There's nothing anybody has to worry about. And he's he's putting butts in it. This is really all you can ask for. Like, it is like I yeah. thought he was in in route to being WWE champion uh, around the time, you know, that he got the face mask at first. Like this guy's so good. Like, but uh, yeah, salute him. Like if he never goes back to WWE, like so what? Like that kid is doing his thing. Um, and it's crazy. You know, maybe he ends up back there, but when he goes back, they have to pay that man. Ooh, right. To give him that and it's game. crazy you point that out. It's crazy you point that out, Cam, because that was one of the key things he said in uh in uh, the press conference. He said the happiest he, he was in his WWE career was when he was IT champion and he had the um the face break, you know, the nose guard on and shit on. So that's the happiest he, so he said up until now, up until this point now. And he also said pretty much what you said. He said, you know, Saturday is a test to see where he stands. He said to me, you know, he said he 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 didn't have that that moment that match with was like oh Cody Rhodes he's like this you know Saturday would be the best to see where he stands you know amongst the elite like can he blow him away can he can he go you know what I mean total soul you know not try to have you know a match of Okada and Kenny's magnitude but can he stand total soul does he belong in the main event? Oh, well, I, I wish the kid the best. I know he he's got that in him, so I hope uh, you know I hope he shows improves and it has that defining moment uh, on his resume that he definitely uh, right that he definitely should have. And to me, I think Goldust deserves at least one more run with the IP title. 
Yo, how about him beating the dog shit out of R-Truth on Monday night? He beat the like, shit out of him. Like, old malicious gold dust. Like, I like that shit. Like, that's, yeah, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Got the, he got his own camera, man. He's with the baggy gold pants, though, that he got the cameraman wearing. The I'm sorry, film cool. recorder wearing. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm feeling that. I'm definitely feeling it. Um, like, I mean, it's just, it's on the SmackDown flip side, it's fucking PG, PG, oh, God. My boys still got the playset from when they came out with it, and I don't think they ever touched it. It's still sitting in one of my closets boxed up. Fucking PG, job in prison. <laughs> he don't even, people don't even want to pretend that uh, that match exists. Like, like what the fuck he- is that? It's just what a is bamboo, the bamboo cake. That's all it is. Double. Okay. Like, like the dumbest shit ever. Yeah, like, like, to me, the glow fell off two weeks ago. It's not working. They need to get the strap off this guy. He's not drawn to me. He thinks he's out the sink smack there. Like, like the sister Lee Royal's been better the past few weeks. My thing is this, Mike. What does he do... When when he's not facing Randy Orton, like exactly, my thing he's is like the I lose to Jinder in part because he's facing Randy Orton. Like you know that that helps. Like you going against the guy that I find unlikable and sticking it to his establishment white ass. Like that's for me. That makes me happy right. personally. But when it's not him, like what's the like we got to see him in promo land with AJ. We got to see him in promo yeah. land with, uh, you know, with Sammy. Like, these are things that we need. I, I don't think it's time to take it off of him, but I do think it's time. Like, I don't know why Randy Orton is getting another rematch other than, you know, white privilege. But yeah, uh, it's like, but, you know, we got to get past this. I, I, well, I I'm think, all for – oh, you got it. No, I said, well, I think – well, I think – um. The time is over. Come SummerSlam anyway, because Captain Roger Cena. I mean, could they be? Could it be more obvious? Oh man, we gonna we gonna get title reign uh, sixteen plus one because I'll never say that other number feet. against uh, yeah, against plus one. a tomato can. Oh man, because yeah. you know he got to he can say when he wants to come back and win the title. And if they feel like the Raiders are still, and if they feel like the Raiders are not, you know, doing any better, you know that's exactly that's their go to. They're gonna go right back to them. Yep, that's their go to. Because and that's what we got a buddy. Um, and you've heard Josh on here before, Mike. Uh, so we give Josh a hard time because he's a big Cena fan for no particular reason, but just because you know, if if one shitty grin uh, recognizes another, that's probably the biggest thing. But basically, like, uh, one one thing Josh said, he was like, look, I'm telling you Reign 17 is going to happen, and it's not about uh, how good or bad Cena is necessarily, but if the ratings go down and they need something to pop in, that's something that will do it, and that's irrefutable. Like, that, that's definitely a good point, you know. Um, yeah, hard to deny that. He's their proven go-to guy. Like, when he comes back, business goes up. Outro pick, pick up. Ravens pick up. Merch pick up. 
Like he's their he's their household name. Like and to me, like, you know, not for nothing. I like you know, some of where you know, nasty will come or whatever. But, you know, I gotta um I gotta disagree to disagree with that. To me, I believe, like y'all believe, WrestleMania, the main event, is gonna be Cena versus Hunter. Because it's like what more what what other obstacle does Rain have to really for real you know, for real supremacy of the company? I mean, that's all those that's the thing. Cena. That's the mountain, you know. Um, I think they're going to switch I mean, their whole lot. No, I was just saying, at, I think they're going to switch. Go, go, go. Yeah, let's, let, I mean, let's say we had three matches. Uh, two big main, uh, like, like, if you had to pick Raw's main event right now for WrestleMania, me personally, I'd say Brock Balor. That would be me. Okay? Right. Um, it'd be Brock Balor, probably for the title. My SmackDown main event would be AJ Styles Nakamura for the title. Okay? And my big showcase match would be John Cena Roman Reigns. If I had three big right. single main events, I think those are the three biggest that you could probably make without bringing anybody else in. Like, I think that's that's where that's saying. So, I mean, I, you know, do you do, like, and Lane's already said, I want the winner of the, you know, Great Balls of Fire match, which we assume to be Brock, so maybe that gets done, you know, then. But, but yeah, I think those are, at least right now, this second, those are kind of where the big matches stand. Um, you know, and we, I think we do want to see that Roman, uh, Roman Cena match now. Roman Reigns, John Cena in New Orleans, uh, you know, Cam and Trev and Jason and Rich and uh, or not Rich because Rich not going to be drinking with us, but like us fresh off Bourbon Street with the rest of whoever's in New Orleans drunk. Imagine what a Roman Reigns versus John Cena match sounds like. Like you, you haven't heard Cena cheers like that in years. You know, because <laughs> people being what they are. Oh, he's going to be the ridiculous. super. We want to get stars And, like, if they do go that way, and if they do go that way, I wouldn't be surprised for him, you know, during the bid. I wouldn't be surprised for him to dust off the chain and the, and the, and the word life rings and come at his head. I was yeah, like, it, it wouldn't shock me. It wouldn't shock me. Basic thugonomics. Thank you, Aaron. It wouldn't shock me. It definitely would yeah, I mean, to my mind, like, the way I see it, I don't think Brock Joe is going to be a one-time thing. I think they're changing their minds on that, too, because they see how well it's coming off. And it's a great to me, I, I, I believe, is all. I don't think, what's the name of them, really? You know what I mean? I think Paul Heyman is the architect of that whole shit. Yeah, I mean, Joe's definitely, you know, upon him and guy. Like that's right. I think everybody kind of feels like that's the case. So I mean if yeah, he's he motivated to be against anybody, it's somebody that Heyman's gonna gonna approve of. So yeah. Exactly. And then you heard it's not gonna be no quick suplex city affair. It's gonna be a nasty knockdown, drag out affair. Yeah, blood, all that shit. 
Yeah, I think they're setting it up so you're so you're not. Uh, oh, he did it again. The Tommy's a scumbag. Uh, shit, that, that threw me off. I think he could benefit from having a mouthpiece too. It's Tommy. Who, Joe? Oh, Tommy. Uh, yeah, no, Tommy. yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, no, I, I think got he you. would benefit yeah. from having a fucking annoying mouthpiece too. Like he would benefit more. To put him over. Oh, he got he literally has nose plugs in. So what y'all think and Rich about said all? in the in the Rich said this match was taped. They they finished the match later in that taping. So this is he's saying this is some good editing. Ah. So what oh, y'all think about him later? You know Lurkin setting him up. One more time? So we're talking about Big Daddy Cass. I mean, Big Daddy Cool Ball, too. Man, yo, I don't, I can't recall. Of course, like, last week was really emotional, but they did a pretty good job of making it emotional again on Monday. Like, you knew Cass was going to turn on him, but, like, Enzo being like, you rarely get that, of the partner being like, look, whatever happened last week, you know, I know you were dealing with a lot. I know I made some mistakes, but dog, like we can really make this work. <clears throat> rarely get that with a tag team because it's, right, it's the guy like, come on out you know, here, we're gonna fight. He turns on me, and I'm gonna get my revenge. And but no, they, they told another good story about now. You're like, okay, like that's over. But, but, it was, but it was really then, good. but also, Cam, when they got to the part where where Enzo or where Cash, you know, admitted and said he was ashamed and stuck his hand out. And said sorry. Enzo like looked at like, are you serious? Like don't you know? He didn't like immediately jump into his arms like, yay, my friend's back. You know, he uh, you know, he had he looked at him like, look at me in my eye, man. Like, are you for real? And he's like, yeah, man, no, sir, I'm, I'm, I'm for real, I'm for real. Come on, come on. And then he shook his hand. So, yeah, they did yeah, a real good job. Like the ball that out window. Two weeks out of that, yeah. Can yeah, can you imagine if uh, the next on the next superstars taping, uh, <laughs> Marty Jannetty comes out with his, uh, his bandage on his head or big bandaid on his forehead, and he's like, you know what? It's okay, you know, whatever we, <laughs> whatever, whatever you did last week or whatever last month, that was it. Let's not throw away, you know, we we go all the way back to Minnesota. Let's not throw all the all these years away, you know, whatever. And then he threw him through another window. <laughs> or no, this time threw him down a flight of stairs. Like, okay, motherfucker. But he picked him up and fucking launched him, like, emotionally. Mm-hmm. I said, damn, Cass. But hopefully, you know, him going hell, that brings out, a, you know, a different side, a different type of emotion into that, um, him. So let me ask you, I think after, um, Take over Brooklyn. Does um does the glorious one come up to the main roster after SummerSlam? Uh, take over or Brooklyn? Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't. Because the way I see it, McIntyre being that side. Well, yeah. I mean, does here's my thing though. If, if McIntyre gets the title. Does Bobby Roode kind of break that mold of, you know, two rematches or however they typically do it? 
I don't get this at all. I think after maybe, you know, a rematch or so, he'll be on the main roster. Because mm-hmm. by that time, I would believe what name would be in by takeover time, um, Adam Cole. Like, if there's ever a guy who, and this this is going to sound demeaning, but it's not meant to be. Like, if there's ever a guy who's a perfect, long-time intercontinental champion for, for Raw, it's Bobby Roode. You know, like he just—he's perfect for that. You know, just that gatekeeper, like right there. Uh, you know, wrestling the up-and-coming young guys, and the guys, you know, drop down and try to try to take a shot every now and again, or even like you know, SmackDown, where it seems like they have so much talent, but they are kind of thin right there in that new card. Like, you know, I see Bobby Roode as like a raw guy. I just see like that IC title is built for him. Um, you know, I, I don't know if it's by the end of this year, Mike, but um, but yeah, I think he's definitely getting like like for that role. Yeah, yeah, and then, I mean the way he comes off, I think he can even have a little brief, quick run with the WWE title. Shit, Jim is the champ. He's way yeah. better than Jim. I mean, I, yeah, yeah, no, no doubt, no doubt. Like his presence, everything. Everything like his, his presence, everything is all that. That of a you know young Ric Flair and Gino Hernandez, and yeah, and his matches have been solid. Like he hasn't had a bad match if he's been in NXT. Like he's just going to do, he's going to do a good job. Like these old TNA right. guys after dealing with all that bullshit, they seem to be so motivated when they get to WWE to just do the right thing. Um, yeah, but yeah, I think speaking I think, of yeah, which, wherever they put him, he's going to be good. Speaking of which, what's your guy take off the phone's comment about him and Lashley being better than Joe and Brock? He's a fucking Wait, delusional fucking guy? asshole. That's what I said. He must be smoking too much weed or whatever the fuck is going on. Wait, but who said this about him and Lashley? Del Rio. He was that? Yeah. Oh, come on. And not to bury like anybody in that match. He said the Global Force belt versus the Impact belt match is going to be better than anything Joe and Lesnar can do because they yeah, won't be given yeah. the freedom to be themselves, blah, blah, blah. And Impact, we get to yeah, go out there. He just lost his girl, man. He just lost his girl. I chill out now. <laughs> well, nice, sources say nice. he dumped her. Yeah, man. Okay, it still hurts. Like, yeah, man. Yeah, no, right, 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 right. You know, Don't make it hurt. Girl. I know it wouldn't work. It's too much of a fucking age gap. This man is standing there. What are you, yeah. what, 42 years old? Yes. Like, he's, and, 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 he, was a, he was a grown man before she was born, dog. Like, he got a... Exactly. Yeah. It's not going to work, dog. This is a young girl. She's supposed to be sewing her wild oats. This is a young fucking she's girl. She's supposed 20, to be in videos. Like like all the young girls having a ball. Yeah, I don't know if it's that. I mean, my pop and my mom are—he's fifteen years older than her, so. But you're, I mean, but but it's like we were talking about with the change in technology, though, Travis. I'm there, he's fifteen there, years older than your mom, but the times was like different. Hold, hold, hold up, like, Mike. Say what? Say what, Cam? Yeah, I'm just saying, like, your parents got a fifteen years age gap, but you know, when did your parents? What year did your parents meet? I feel like it's different today. That could be me being young, but I feel like if there was ever a 
a, a, a gap in, in what people 15 years younger than us do right now. It's just so different. And, and that could just right. be me talking, but that's an right. I mean, my current it doesn't. That's what I should say. My current like, it, it 10 years works, but a lot of times it doesn't. And it works just fine. I don't think of her as, right. you know, some young girl. Shit, I got eight on my girl. Shit, my girl gives will be 29 at the end of the year. I'm 36. Right. Shit. But that's because you're real, though. That's different. They're real. And also, they're real is a certified crazy person. Paige is also kind of a crazy person. That is true. Um, yeah, yeah, that was actually how I was going to finish my sentence. It's less the the age and more that those are two crazy people. Yeah. Like, they both got some serious issues and not issues that yeah. complement each other. Probably issues that go yeah. head on with each other. Like, she they're seen. probably yeah, never she. not arguing or fighting. Like, every night yeah. probably make up sex for some shit that they screamed at each other about during the day. Yeah, because she strikes me as a type that's just very, you like, think Paige let shit go? No, she seemed like the possessive type. Like a very <laughs> possessive. Possessive. Oh, so the girl that was just looking at you in the, in the supermarket, uh, you know, <laughs> Five hours ago, like what? Like who? Like, oh, I, don't I don't know if y'all remember. know that Del Rio does have hoes. Like, I mean, he's a good-looking guy, but like he was he, he was doing hoes. the press junket. No, yeah, he was doing the press hey. junket to like uh, it was something with IGN. I don't know if it was a pay-per-view or a game, but like he was sitting there talking to you know whatever interviewer they have, and a girl literally like came up to the interviewer. She was like, "Yeah, who are you talking to?" And he was like, oh, this is Alberto de Rio. She was like, yeah, he's fucking hot. And he was like, what? Just going to interrupt me? Like, while I'm trying to talk to this man? So, yeah, Del Rio is, yeah, they probably got got a few issues between them that, that go unresolved right. pretty often. He's a tall, he's a tall, dark, handsome man. I mean, fucking Latin guy. Suits and shit. Right. They've been he on TV like for, for the last, you know, Seven right. years. He looked like as a, you know, he looked like a slickster with game. He looked like a slickster. And a man, you, know you know, in Mexico, that's probably five times even stronger. Oh, they can't even go to Mexico. Dog. Number one, his money's worth <laughs> way more over there, <laughs> and plus they he take that around. shit, you know, way more serious. Yeah, he fuck around got a whole so they don't know Mexico. You know, he probably got a whole other fucking wife and kid or baby or some shit. A a another family. Singular? I'm about to yeah. say, she the other family. Got one in fucking, the, uh, he got one in family three. Uh, Guatemala. He got one in Mexico City. <laughs> like, oh no, we can't go here. Well, why can't we reach up there? We can't go right. here. Bitch. <laughs> oh shit. We can't go here. I'll bring Mel Masters and those cows to your ass. We can't go here. But yeah, he's out of his fucking mind if he thinks that. And I said, you know what? I was going to order this fucking paper you just to see. Just to see it. But nah. Mm-hmm. Nah. Yeah. yeah. All right, fellas. That's pretty much it for this week. All right, Mike. Well, Always on a you. pleasure. All right, hey, brother. did you get that link I sent you? I forget what it was, but I do, do remember I sent you something. Oh, it's probably a t-shirt yeah, I got a t-shirt link. 
Yeah, I got to check it out because I, I actually saw three of them I'm going to order. So, y'all, everybody out there listening, you know, hit up um, South Congress, man. They got some fly shit up there, man. They got some fly yeah, shit up there, man. I, I can't go wrong. Definitely appreciate the hell out of that, Mike. And uh, remember when you do finally uh, um, uh, order your shit and when you get it, you know, take some pics and send it to us over. Yeah, like, let us know. I know you're not on Twitter, but yeah. And and since we're on the top on the topic on the subject, Cam, uh, should give us yeah. Um, like Mike said, uh, yeah, go to tpublic dot com, search uh, Seahawk, and you'll see one of our uh, twenty plus designs, ranging from uh, you know wrestling related designs to uh, comic related designs. Um, we got a bunch of stuff there. Uh, you can get your, you know, your T-shirts, your tank tops, shirts for your kids, your uh, cell phone cases, your posters. Our man Craig got his uh, laptop case uh, yesterday. I or yeah, I think it came in yesterday. I had no clue who bought that, Travis. I assumed it was you because I was like, who's getting a, a the Katie Holmes one laptop Katie case? Holmes but yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Craig got that. Uh, looks really cool. Um, we uh, what we got um. Carlos last week got the uh, the cutter shirt. Like, yeah, everybody's uh, – and matter of fact, my man Clint from Canada uh, was like, oh, I'm, I don't know what the shipping is like up there, uh, but let me know, like, when next time they go on sale, I'm trying to get a shirt. Like, okay, we got you. So, yeah, sales are periodic. If you're on our uh, Facebook fan page, uh, we typically let you know when they're having a sale. Um, we also um, are going to put that on the Twitter uh, whenever one comes up. So, yeah, grab uh, – Grab a few designs. I'm probably gonna have some uh, some more personal uh, designs up there, but it's like really cool pictures, like summertime stuff that we're gonna make some designs for. Hopefully, try to get some stickers of that move. Uh, but yeah, and and again, we I'm open to ideas because you know I I just kind of got busy with my Photoshop game here in the last uh, month or two, and so all the stuff that you've seen has kind of been like stuff that's been on the fringe of my mind as far as producing it out. So, you know, ideas you have, stuff we talk about. And, Trav, I was making a – the reason I asked you earlier today about the year that uh, that the show started was I was going to make, like, a like a faux uh, since day one-ish shirt. But, like, I got to making it, and I was like, ah, this doesn't really fit what we want to do. Like, since 2000 – it was, like, since 2008-ish, an ish go together, it looks too much like each shit. So – <laughs> it didn't work out too well, but uh, but yeah, um, maybe a since 2010 thing will come out. But again, tpublic.com, uh, search Seahawk, uh, and check out our designs. Um, get that in a wide variety of different products. Uh, and again, any ideas you have, feel free to shoot them to us. We'll look at uh, working that into uh, some new merch. yourself an item and then and then show it off online and we'll draw attention to it and you know how that works uh all right next up we're going to go down to georgia and talk to Darrell. Uh, Darrell, what's happening what up how y'all doing today how you doing tram now i'm cool i guess Darrell. i'm i guess i'm okay <laughs> hey man Hey, man, I didn't start with you, man. I just asked you, did you see it? And turn in that <laughs> ARP Bird fan card, 
and um, pick you up a Houston Rocket card. Told me to, you told me to come to death row. I'm not with it. I want to go to death row. <laughs> you can sign your life over on a piece of toilet paper like too far. Man, sign it, sign it all the way over. Um, but no, um, you caught you caught me as I'm listening to Rockets fans run their mouths, and that's the thing I hate. The only thing I hate more than Rockets fans talking shit is Cowboys fans talking shit. So I was working through some things, but no, I'm I'm anxious to see those guys play together. Like 78 games of a year, I kind of want them to do well or perform well. So it's four games I don't really want to get down with. But uh, it but won't yeah, be no I'm, better I'm like than the third or fourth. I'm curious to see what they do. Yeah, they still I, I won't still be think, no better than the third and fourth seed. They don't have no bench. No yeah, more. I still think they're sitting there. I think people forget. But is this Chris Paul's 11th year he's going into? Yeah, he, he's 32 years old. So in NBA terms, 32. Yeah, so this is like, and that's a lot of, and a lot of times, like he played full seasons. He, you know, was was in the playoffs regardless of how far he went. Um, he hurt every yeah, year. I too. think uh, it, it'll be it'll be good for Harden. I think to be off the ball again um, and get to and get to operate more. And now he has like a point guard because people people were talking about Chris Paul's suspect on defense. Like, no, he's not. He's a very good defender. It's just Steph Curry makes him look stupid. He just, but, he uh, just can't guard. He just can't guard the top top point guards in the league no more. He can't guard Steph. Yeah. He can't guard Russell. He couldn't guard James Harden. He just continue to yeah, name. Can't guard him, Kyrie. He can also score. And they can guard so him. you know it. Go ahead. Oh no! I said lucky for him. He can also score though. So, I mean, it's good for him because it kind of negates, you know, what the other guys are doing. But, um, you know, he has – what I'm really curious about, like, all of a sudden Chris Paul does have Clint Capella, you know, um, which is, you know, he's not DeAndre Jordan, but he's younger than DeAndre Jordan. He's younger than Blake Griffin. Um, and now he has, you know, a perimeter guy, all due respect to J.J. Redick, um, you know, in James Harden, like – I still think they had to give up a lot of their bench, you know, to make this happen. So you wonder how many minutes those guys can go and how that's going to affect them at the end of the season. But, you know, like everybody else, like I'm, I'm curious. I like new guys in new uniforms, and I'm curious to see what happens. Oh, yeah. Yeah, me too. And with James Hart, he's not a spot-up shooter, so he's not a catch-and-shoot guy. That's um, something that people don't talk about just like they always talk about with Kyrie. He's not a catch-and-shoot guy. That's why he always has the ball in his hand. So mm-hmm. that's the that's the whole total problem. I mean, both of their usage rates is so high. They still they wouldn't be they wouldn't get a game on Golden State neither. They'll get twelve. Also, so if I tell you if I tell you two guys average thirty um, thirty points against the Cavs and was averaging having the ball in their hand hands only twelve minutes an uh, entire game. Every game in the um, playoff series, you probably wouldn't believe that. But that's what just happened with um, Golden State, uh, Kevin Durant and Steph Curry. They averaged the ball in their mm-hmm. hands only 12 minutes a game. And it's 48, what, 48? A lot of minutes in the NBA game? Yeah. So. And you're talking about two guys who average the ball in their head at least 28 to 30 minutes. 
Yes, kind of hard. Kind of hard to be. But I was just listening to you guys, man, man, showing the back and forth and um, stuff. I was really listening when y'all read the email and the guy was talking about um, who is to blame for um, ratings. More specifically, who is not to blame. Yeah. (laughs) But one thing I hate when people say is about the cord cutting and the three hours. Okay, um... Cord cutting. When Cena was in uh, on top, you had, um, they cut. They only measured this off of people who have cable television. That's either satellite or basic cable. It was mm-hmm. it was in a hundred million homes. Today, it's still you, USA is still in right. hundred million. Right, and that's a very good homes. argument that you continue to make. And that's uh, yeah, no, that's a good point. That it's not like USA's reach is seventy eight million. You know, ten years later, you know, from Cena being on top to now Roman being on top, they're still in just as many homes and more. Because if they're still in a hundred million homes, you know, ninety-five to a hundred million homes, like on cable, like you said, on on a satellite or or or, or uh, uh, traditional cable systems, they're still in thousands, tens of thousands more with, like me, with Sling or View or whatever uh, digital uh, Sling, or, you Hulu, know. Uh, Hulu Live, um, YouTube, nah, they all carry wow. USA, so that's even more that's even more home. So if you think about it, and if they There's a Hulu and Live? Our viewership. Yeah, Hulu got live TV now. It just, um, dropped and they show, you, they show channels? Like it's not original channels. stuff? Yeah, it's, it's and USA TV is one of these channels? Yeah, they got the same type of package. I haven't really looked into it all the way, but, yeah, they got the same packages. Mm. That's the uh, PlayStation. PlayStation View might be the best out there because now you can um you can DVR everything, and they got the same total packages and all. So I mean, that's a uh, um, new thing I've been researching, and PlayStation around the same amount of clean. Yo, so, Nicky Cross just hit three straight swinging – Neck breaker. Oh right. I'm like, why ain't she panning her? Right, last last woman. Yes, she got to stand up. But yeah, that's something that I've been all uh, researching to see which one because I might go to PlayStation View. But uh <laughs> just trying to see which one which one to work out. But uh that's even that so when you make that argument and you gotta think our vote is not counted, Trav, since we're both sling people. And there's a lot more people like us out there. Our vote right. ain't even counted. So there is even more homes. So that's even more of a of a bad time because most Americans have internet nowadays and they have and if they call it and they watch the T V from um the internet. So that's even worse. So you can't use that as a reason why it's declining because people still watch the same thing. And when it comes to three right, hours, they just don't want to pay, pay ridiculous cable bill for it. Yeah. And you talk about three hours. Um, since um, Sunday is no longer um, um, owned by the church anymore. It's owned by the NFL. How many people spend every Sunday watching nine to ten hours of football? Even though I know that might not be comparison, yeah. but 
when you're talking about people watching sports and stuff like that, we just seen the NHL with two teams that they felt like are not in big market cities pull the best rating in the past 20 years. Right. Well, a Nashville team in the in the Penguins. So you say people don't see the watch stuff or uh, uh, that, that's uh, the length of time and just bore, um, because you get bored or something. It seems like today most shows are getting longer and most sports. Are wow! Oh my long. God! She gets everything. Oscar need to hurry up and come to the main run. You know, Nikki Cross sweater meat looks so delectable. It stood out so much when I made that uh that choose your wrestler uh, Mortal Kombat character select. Like her, like her jawline is just way stronger than everybody else's. Oh yeah! Like not, <laughs> man, look at her legs. Big solid Hmm. Back baby face, I guess. Awesome. Oh, she's a tweener. Yeah. Right. <laughs> But, yeah, man, that argument, man, I, I don't hate that. And not giving whoever on top the blame to go along with it is also something you can't do because they they weren't even pushing Daniel Bryan all the way, but the reason why they didn't want to push him sometimes was talking about the rating. And it was down to a 2-5. So, <laughs> and they didn't even get 100% behind him, so. If they gonna put that on him and gender getting the blame for SmackDown ratings going down, goddamn, you got to get that to Roman too. He ain't lucky enough to get up out of that. That's fair too, because it was like, well, you know, gender's not helping the rating. Roman ain't helping the rating if we being real, and, and Roman gets the um, and again being objective, like Roman gets the majority of airtime and, and the quality segments on Raw. And when we understand that it's a bit like that. Oh, yeah. And I think this Raw was a perfect example on why he's not a draw because the first hour did worse than the second and the third. And everybody should have obviously knew, especially with WWE telling you, that he was um, going to open the show. He's opened the show the past few weeks anyway since he's been back. It seemed like he always opened the show. And... After that big comeback that everybody, uh, a lot of people was up in about because WWE finally got a 2.04, and people were like, yeah, they're back. And the ratings went right back down. <laughs> and <laughs> it went make it so crazy. And they were back up on the 3 million viewers with that first hour only getting like 2.8, 2.8 million people. So. But it went back up to who I guess who was the draw, Brock Lesnar, going over three million because everybody wanted to see Brock get choked out by Samoa Joe, which was awesome and I'm surprised y'all didn't get a lot of talk about that today. Just what they doing with Joe. And how he just turned that boy orange. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> 
Somebody posted the uh, the gym teacher, the gym teacher from Beavis and Butthead with the red face. Yeah, that's what I was like. Yo, Willis said, Willis said, my ex wife ten years younger than me. That shit don't work. Yeah. Hey, Jay, man, I'm gonna know. That's a real table. Yo, don't do that. That's a real table. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there, uh, Darrell. Uh, real quick, uh, Scott Steiner, speaking of numbers, oh, God. Uh, he says he slept with 15,000 women in one year to beat Will Chamberlain's record. And supposedly, oh, 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 so yeah, so about 41 women a, a day is <laughs> what Pro Wrestling Sheet wrote. And for those doing math, that would mean he slept with 41 women a day, so... Man, he can get up so out of here with that. Crap. That's almost two women an hour every day. That's fucking. First off, that's gross. Like that's just yeah. disgusting. Yeah. You're not even that famous enough. And second off, we're, you're fucking we're, lying. <laughs> so, yeah. Right? He, yeah. <laughs> he's not that famous enough. Wilt was at that time. He was nationally known, worldwide known. Like. He could possibly see women coming up to him every fucking day, every hour, just throwing, throwing free pussy. Excuse my language. Right, and that's assuming they had nothing else going on in their lives. Like, oh, no, yeah. that's all I do. I just spend all day fucking groupies. Because that's what it would take to fuck that many women. So it's just... It's just and, and, and he got to book his own travel, dog. Like, he can't even... Like, come on. Scott Steiner, in 1998, wasn't pulling 41 women a day at the height of Scott Steiner. Right. Like, that's not, that's, not how, that's not how people work. He was probably pulling 41 women a year, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, it's a for That is very uh, believable. He was pulling a woman every nitro. Oh. Yo! Oh! I'm lower back. God damn. Yeah, she hit the end of that, boy. Ooh, my back hurts. Ooh. <laughs> now, that's a holy shit moment right there. <laughs> yeah, they both got to just not get up. Right, is, is this going to be a double count out, and they going to keep the feud going? Oscar got to get up, baby. I don't think she should lose. I think she should bend to yeah, the main draw. Yeah, she should draw. That's not a loss. Yeah. True. I'm just saying, I don't think she should lose to anybody on NXT right now. They just need to restart with her giving up the title. Nah, she popped up. Wow. Oh. She won. Oh. And I don't know if y'all yeah. heard it when they was interviewing her earlier, and um, <laughs> Nikki came out there on top of the car, and the interviewer nah, was watching. reacting. <laughs> and, and the interviewer was reacting. <laughs> he was like, somebody, call security. It's a crazy woman out here. Get her, get her. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> and just to hear that, and that was just funny, man. <laughs> I like that part, and they allowed the interviewer to react and not hush up because that wasn't something you expected. You just see somebody jumping on top of the car, you're going to be like, man, who is this crazy motherfucker? <laughs> I think that made the little interview even more. Oh yeah, salute her. What a good match. That was really that was really physical. 
Another thing about NXT I wanted to ask you guys about that I, y'all was talking about Bobby Roode earlier is that um, video they just showed of him and Robbie Strong. The uh, reason why I say Bobby Roode the best heel in WWE right now as of today is because of the stuff they were showing on that video, how he reacts, just the pompousness and attitude that he carries, carries around. And he done had good matches. Since he came to the WWE, and if you have another one, another one um, next week against uh, Roddy Strong, then to me, his championship run was a little bit better than even somebody like his previous two champions before him, uh, Nakamura, Joe, Mm -hmm. and you can even say Finn Mm -hmm. because of the the match quality. And just the character that he's uh, portraying out there made made it better. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, she hit the end of that thing. Oh no, he's been he's been Nikki Cross. Very much. I mean, I know that's what the movie's intended to hurt her more, but mm-hmm. it was. Uh, no, he's had a good run. He had good promos. Um, you know, I think I really think one of the key things. His challengers have been more diverse than these other guys too, though, and I think that that plays a lot into uh, into him being successful. Um, yeah, it's been it's been really good stuff. And I like how they switch it up with him. They give they're giving him shorter fuse, where the other people yeah. they built longer fuse because of the the takeover shows they were trying to build up to him like. You've seen Joe and Nakamura feuded for a long time. Joe and Finn feuded for a long time. Finn and um, Kevin Owens feuded for a while. I'm liking how Triple H um, switched everything up and not giving you the same program type of thing that they was doing before, like what you might get with the main roster. The same program stuff. You can uh, you can see you can the same program type of stuff with the old SmackDown with the two money in the bank ones two people that you got to build up and build some interest in because Cam if we get that match that you were talking about when you name your top three matches for Mania if you look like you're on the road to getting AJ versus Shen and Baron Corbin cash in and take out one of those guys. That's something that people ain't gonna want to see. Yeah, he'll have to like Baron Corbin. You got to the end of the year, big dog, to go ahead and cash in, or he's gonna he's gonna cash in after they put on a five star match at Mania. <laughs> after they after they shake each other's hand, he's gonna ambush both of them and win the title at the end of the night. And not that's not gonna put heat on Baron Corbin. That's gonna put heat on the company, nope. just like what Carmelo just did. Don't put heat on her. Why it was bad both times? Because if people mad about Lana getting the title shot, Carmella been in the ring longer than Lana, and she's still on Lana's level. So what do you guys <laughs> – you can't really get mad because they are showing you the same thing because she's no better than Lana, and she's been in the ring longer for a longer period of time and on the bigger stage, and she still ain't got no better. What do you think, Trav? I think she's just fine. Not particularly great. I think she's just fine. 
Who's this? Wait. Carmella. Oh, I thought I thought we were talking about Lana. Um, she's fine. Oh, her. She had. Okay, this is becoming a theme with Carmella. She and I understand she's a good-looking woman, and even ugly people don't want to get punched and kicked in the face. But you're a fucking pro wrestler, right? And you're a pro wrestler in 2017. You, you can't be. She is so afraid to get hit in the face. She makes her opponents drop kicks and punches and shit look horrible. Consistently, there's just a ton of light and moves that she's taking. So she's got to get better in the ring, like just overall. But she's got all the the personality and everything. I mean, that's that's that was pretty pretty obvious from the from the jump. Um, yeah, yeah, she could. Uh, she just needs to. Evolve as a character and grow a little bit and get better in the ring. But yeah, no, she's good. And we could be saying this for years now that she should be getting better in the ring. Because usually the people that you guys say they should be getting better in the ring, they don't never get better in the ring. It's like a, oh, uh, what? People talk about gender, and gender been wrestling for how long? 10, 12, almost 20 years? Wait, what? You know, yeah, Jinder been wrestling for a long time. He was up there uh, wrestling in Canada. Um, with, um, 10, 12, 20 years, that's like a, that's a range. He's been wrestling a long time. He's been wrestling a very long time. I listened to him on the uh, Jericho podcast. He was up there in Calgary wrestling in that, um, with bad news around them, teaching them and stuff like that. So he's been wrestling a very, very long time. So if he oh, ain't got no. better now. Right. Ain't no, no, fair, no, that's a good point. And you're like, not, like yeah, yeah, Enzo. you're, yeah, a good point. And I like Enzo, and I like what Enzo did to, to put the emotion in the fuel or whatever, this past Monday, and I know people was kind of digging what Cam did the week before, but that to me was like a B B minus promo that he get that he gave, and his ring work is, is is not that good. Also, I know that it's a little bit better than Izzo because Izzo a uh, 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 crash waiting to happen, a car crash waiting to happen, but he is not um not better. And he been wrestling longer than uh, somebody say a uh, Braun Strowman, and you would say Braun Strowman five, maybe two to five times better than Cass. And he got a couple of years up on him. And I think the promo that we seen him cut on last Monday was his feeling, or uh, a little bit above his feeling, something that you might never see again, and not especially not on a consistent basis. I think that turn helped Enzo out more than it did Cass. Cass came out to no reaction. Enzo came out to Ah, they booed him. I don't want to. That don't undersell him. They they booed him. They and yeah, I, I don't. I that's not that's unfair to say he came out to no reaction. If you turn, if you I thought turn Enzo to, um, would have been you, better suited not being so over the top and still doing his. Uh, 
if he was just a little under a little understated in his in his shtick when his my name is Enzo More all that stuff, I think it would have fit. Like, all right, nobody's expecting you to be super jolly and up upbeat with what just happened. Especially with the promo he cut after saying he was trying to talk to Cass all week and <laughs> even talk to Cass mom and all that. Yeah, I guess you. I'm just saying no reaction because if WWE wanting to pipe in some booze or cheers, usually you can do that when you can when you pan in the crowd and you see people reacting because a reaction don't need the voice, it just needs people reacting. And you when they pan the crowd, it looked like people were just standing there. If, if they were saying boo, but if you muted it, you could tell if somebody was booing or were they just looking. Uh, what was going on? And you couldn't edit it in like a uh, boo, like rough kiss boos, because the fans, when they panned over, wasn't reacting, wasn't no thumbs going down, no FU, no hitting the little FU symbol. So that's the only reason why I said it like that. Right. No, Chris, no, okay. coming out Enzo, coming out and doing the same stick that you said he shouldn't do. I felt like he shouldn't either. If he was gonna be a little serious. Right. But I mean, Enzo. I'm not saying come out there with the sad face or whatever, but you know, still dancing and like, yeah, like he did back in NXT, um, London. When they came out there, he didn't do the same stick, but he gave a different promo because they was um, tired of people saying that they weren't tough when they was um, going against the revival. Mm. I think so. I get what you're saying. Yes. So. All right, Darrell, we're gonna get out of here. So I can. All right, you guys. Y'all have a nice day. Talk to you. All right, take care. Appreciate the call as always. Uh, we'll end on this email we got from uh, from Kevin. Oh, I'm sorry, from Kyle Love. Well, everybody, Kevin today. Kyle Love. He chimes in. Hey guys, Kyle Love from Kansas from Kansas City. <clears throat> uh, so, how do you feel about the card for Great Balls of Fire? I'm really excited for the joke for Joe Brock. I think that that would be hard a hard hitting match. Um, then Roman and Braun. It's shaping up to be a really good card. Aside from the gold dust and our truth, doesn't really feel like a brand exclusive show. Um, well, it does because only raw guys are on it. <laughs> so yeah, right. That's that's the yeah, whole deal, right? Yeah. Right, he continues. Uh, how about them announcing some matches a month out for Battleground? No doubt Usos and Nusa and New Day will have another great match. Uh, Orton and Gender in a Punjabi prison match, I can take it or leave it. Uh, probably one of the worst concepts they've had, in my opinion. What's your thoughts on all this? Yeah, yeah the Punjabi prison matches, it's just a silly take on the cage. Yeah. And, and what, how you do you know, have and have guys fight? Twice, or, or I'm sorry, climb out to up two separate things. It's like, yeah, I guess. It's dumb. 
Like, and that's the um, thing to win. You have to escape to win. It's there's no referees counting all that kind of stuff. So. Okay, and let's um, let me take a glance at the uh, at the card so far. Yeah, it's in Dallas. We're not going because no. Um, even though it's probably gonna be a great match. Um, it looks like let's see, we have Brock versus Joe, which we're high on. Reigns versus Strowman, which is gonna be good. Neville and Tozawa, which is gonna be good. Bliss and Banks, which is gonna be good. Seth and Bray, which is probably gonna be good. Yeah, it sounds like a good card to yeah. me. Um <laughs> right. you know, maybe we'll get a tag title match somewhere in there. I was just about um, to say Shane and, and then we'll probably you know mm-hmm. And then maybe Miz and Ambrose again, uh, you know, which I don't necessarily need to see, but it's still probably going to be good. So, yeah, I think uh, I think that card is going to be just fine. Um, and, yeah, Battleground, I would, you know, even though I have the network, um, New Day Usos is, is worth the, the watch. You know, whatever else they do. And, you know, AJ Styles is going to be on the card somewhere. So it's worth the watch. You know, I just, yeah, that'll be a solid show. Um, even though the, you know, the main event may lack. Um, I, I think, you know, even when we were younger, like, you know, once a wrestler got to the main event, the matches had less athleticism in them and were more plotting and more, you know, uh, expression-based. And so Jinder's kind of a throwback to that. I don't think he's bad at anything at all. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that tag title match is going to be worth it because the first one was so good. Um, yeah, it'll be quality. And yeah, that's about the gist of uh, of uh, his email. Yeah, yeah, appreciate that, Kyle. Got that email in at the last minute here. Um, yo, did did you see two o five live? No. So Kendrick. Dressed up like uh, Jack Gallagher came out and even had a stupid curly mustache, and then beat at the end, beat him with an umbrella. And the first umbrella broke, and he just throws the handle into the into the front two rows, and the crowd's like, ah, you know. Yeah, I'm sure you got a talking to about that. Like, Yo, fam. Take some money's eye out. Earlier, Boris said in the chat room, speaking of 2007, Trav, the original iPhone was released on June 29th, 07, and Kill Flash mm-hmm. 2. And Killed Flash 2 started the true smartphone. Yeah, Killed Flash had be. As a as in native uh, application Flash? phones, yeah. There was Flash on phones before then. Before the iPhone, that's what uh, that's what Snake ran on. I don't know. <laughs> because I remember, like my first smartphone, not the Sidekick Two, my first real touchscreen. You know, I had the G One. And that came out in the '08. It was the Google phone. It was their answer. Oh, I remember the the play the 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 and it wasn't even the play Play Store. It was the 
I guess Android Marketplace or whatever. It was such a cheese. Yo, the apps were so generic. Like, they didn't have Pandora. They had this thing called I Mean. I M E E N. And it was the same thing. You just type in, you know, whatever, and that and things like it popped up. I would put in, like, Richard Pryor, and then, you know, you just listen to comedy bits and stuff, stand up stuff all day. Uh, and it was just so, gen- oh, my God. Um, but but I would go try to, you couldn't watch YouTube. You only could watch YouTube through the YouTube app because mm-hmm. it did not support Flash. And then, finally, um, what phone did, was it my Evo in 2010? Some phone finally started to support support Flash, and that was the end of, like, QuickTime, I remember. Cause I, no, no, I remember iPhones, yeah, no, 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 iPhones wouldn't get the Flash. They wouldn't allow a third party. They were like, nope, if it doesn't have a QuickTime uh, MOV mm-hmm. format, if it don't play, then you can't watch that shit on an iPhone, which is one of the reasons I never understood like once every other phones got on the market, like why iPhones still dominated for so, you know for so long until really the galaxies in 2012, uh, iPhone had like mm-hmm. a five year just unopposed you know me and like ten other people had the G1 but just yeah because you could do such look like <laughs> I remember listening to a Radican and Bergen audio and they were like hype. In like oh nine, that you could finally text pictures. Yep. Like what the fuck? Why aren't you either switching or emailing Apple every fucking day? Like, bam! I'm trying to text pictures. Why are you making it so complicated? Like I was texting pictures on my sidekick. Like, what kind of bullshit is that? Like it was so. And you're always have been, I believe, and are still an iPhone guy, but I just never understood it. Like, all the things you couldn't do on on iPhone because it was uh, Apple, and, you know, Apple are like, nope, if we ain't make it, you can't, you know, we don't fuck with it. Uh, yeah, yeah, never understood it. You damn Apple zealots. Hey, man. Uh, Flash was a memory hog. Well, yeah. I remember in 2010 when I got my Evo and I would be in Wendy's or something watching Married with Children or something on my t- on my phone with the kickstand. And I'm just shitting mm-hmm. on I had one too. Like, yeah. well, how about that? Can't do this on your iPhone. <laughs> I, yeah, me and Faye uh, both had them at the same time, matter of fact. Yeah, yeah. Evos were. Yeah, that was the, t- that was, that was the moment. It was like, oh, iPhones aren't the best. Just outright the best anymore. So that was when I started caring. So, all right. I guess that does it for us here this week. Uh, uh, um, yeah, Rich and I will be by for the VIP, I believe. He said in the group me chat he's going to be around. So he's uh, at a conference or something in Orlando. Um, but he will be. <clears throat> yeah, I was just about to say he went to see that damn Pandora exhibit. I know he did. Um, 
It looked dope as shit. Danny Cooper and his wife went there on vacation, and he had a video of the Pandora ride. Sam, it looks like Pandora. God damn! They had the little floating like uh, <laughs> little, you know, whatever those feathery flying things are, floating things. Yeah, yeah. look top top notch. So, so yeah, so uh, free folks will be back next week. Are you VIP? You VIP folks, stay tuned or click over, I should say, to uh, Richard and I's uh, VIP portion. And, um, yeah, I guess that does it for us here. Go, uh, yeah, go buy something, tpublic.com, search Seahawk. Uh, hit us on Twitter, hit us on email, hit us on Facebook. Just yeah. hit us. So until next week, yeah. don't matter how you do it, just just get at us. So. We out of here.